0: But issue one! On a doomsday scale of zero to ten. <laughs> zero meaning zero doom. Ten meaning absolute metaphysical doom. A total wipeout. Annihilation. Nothing remaining. Bye-bye! Hello and welcome to Skyside Insanity! Jack versus the Crazy Cloud!
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ram Jack. I'm Alex, and joining us today um, for the podcast is our good friend and our co-host Brad.
0: Hello, people.
1: Um. Also, in an effort to, I would say, um, extend an olive branch to our our inevitable robot overlords, we also have a special guest. Um, oh. On the show, we also have. The Real Pumpkin Spice Latte On chat This is brought to us by Starbucks And yeah This is a chatbot that's going to be Just interjecting during the show Now obviously Amazing. Obviously we have to Chat to it via a keyboard Presently it's not voice activated yet So when every, every yeah. time we're talking about something on the show Brad You want me to ask the chat bot a question um okay you let me know I, I i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and extend the olive branch He also has a quiz for us later but let's go ahead and just say um what do you want to what do you want us to ask him
0: um I, let's ask if it's ready for a great podcast
1: are you uh, ready
0: huh?
1: for a great podcast psl he, he goes by psl or it goes by psl okay um, uh, people ask me things because I'm so enlightened. Mm. I like helping people. I don't know. That's. Well,
0: it's not really answer.
1: It's trying. Answer, but, uh, he also okay. sent us a, it also sent us an image of a pumpkin spice latte cup wearing orange sunglasses with PSL and, uh, like big letters behind him and almost like a, um, what would you call that? My name up in lights. What do you call that? When your name is up in lights? What's that board? <laughs> help? Brad? I... Okay, um... At a theater. I, I... The marquee, Brad. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. I, I, It hit me Sorry. in a second. But you're right you right. Didn't know what
0: you were working towards there.
1: So I think he has his name up in lights. I think he's ready. He's enlightened to help people. So I guess maybe we may want help Mormons later. I don't know what chatbot wants okay. from us, but... Right.
0: Well, we're trying. We're trying. We'll
1: see. We'll see. But that also means, since, you know, PSL's running around, that we're... We've only got... It's almost September. It's going to get a little... It's going to start getting cold eventually, Brad. (laughs) Is it? September, October, November, December.
0: (laughs) Those are the order that we have left.
1: And it's got to get colder at some point. I mean... I hope so. I'm just hoping people are getting ready for the holiday season, is all I've got to say.
0: I'm ready for Uh, the holidays.
1: We all know it starts in a a few days. (laughs) Indeed. Just
0: getting everyone's a heads up. Guys, never forget. Never forget. Just saying. This might be the first year I haven't forgot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course, we're going to be watching Belvedere. Yes. And talking about it because this episode of Mr. Belvedere is a return to form, I would say. Obviously. This should have been the episode Jonathan was on because it wasn't a weird episode that was crazy. It's, it's a fun, true Belvedere episode, but we'll get to that later. Brad real quick. I need to I need to I you're a you're a Sagittarius, right?
0: No. No, I'm not. You're a Scorpio? Yes.
1: Okay. So you're a Scorpio, not a Sagittarius. That's a good Correct. thing. Um almost daily now. I can't help myself. It's like watching a train wreck. Thought catalog bombards me with I don't I don't know if they're riddles. I don't know what the hell I'm not sure what's going on over there, um, uh, but this week there is a, um, I don't know if this is a public service announcement. You tell me, the headline of this is, who you're most likely to murder based on your Zodiac sign. Oh, okay. Who cool. are you? Who are you <laughs> most right. likely to murder based on your Zodiac sign? Okay. Well, we got a Scorpio over here. Scorpio. For, for those who may not know, that's someone born between the day of October 23rd and November twenty first. Correct. Um, you're likely to kill your neighbor, Brad.
0: Okay, all right, the, I can see the, that.
1: The one you always see screaming at his kids, even when he didn't, do, when they didn't do anything wrong. Mm. The one that beats his wife and yells at his dog. You've talked about wife beaters on the show recently.
0: You're fucking yelling! Why are you
1: yelling at a dog? So I, that's why. This is why you're most likely to murder someone. I'll Fucking murder you. You wouldn't feel guilty about it either.
0: Probably no. He's yelling at a dog notice i skip all those other things
1: the kids are one thing all right those little brats are playing in the fucking street and they're loud your wife underfoot your wife
0: your wife but that dog that that innocent what is that man's best friend you're gonna yell at it oh not allowed stab 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 that's
1: yeah that's that's a great fin like in a horror movie that's not allowed. And then you completely start stabbing someone. That's like, that's awesome. Like that's how it sets up.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Have you heard anything about that one movie, Don't Say a Thing? No. Oh dude, I think you'd like it. It's a horror movie out in theaters right now. It um, made in the first weekend, double what it took to make. So it's making money, but it's about a group of basically um, uh, thieves that live in Detroit. Guys, I don't this movie that's hits all of Detroit. Yeah, I mean it, it hits kind of close to home. There's one awesome house in this suburb. Well, okay, post-apocalyptic living area outside that's of Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, that's, that's Detroit. Detroit.
2: Yeah.
1: And these kids are trying desperately. They break into people's houses and steal stuff to make it money, and this one girl's trying to get enough money to move to another city, like they all are. And they find out that this one house, this guy, is sitting on money. Somehow they know that he has tons of money through an um, insurance uh, payout for one of his children, I think. And they're like, we're going to go in and rob him. So they're like, okay, this is the last heist that we have. This is the last heist. Then we're going to take that money. We're going to get the fuck out of here. We're going to move on. So the the guy they're targeting is blind. Um, but they underestimate him in so many ways.
0: Because he's I'm- actually Daredevil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if this is a Marvel crossover, that would be amazing. That's yeah, he Real that's sneaky Daredevil movie. I didn't want to say anything, but it's Daredevil. It's oh Daredevil. God. He retired from the big city. He has to hide out from Kingpin and everybody. So he goes to live in Detroit, and these punk kids don't know what's up. It's... I, I, you know how Ant-Man was kind of like, oh, okay, this is a nice kind of, this is a, this is a surefire winner. You got to go see Darede- the new Daredevil movie called, shh, don't make a sound. But seriously, people are saying it's an amazing horror film. I think you would really appreciate it. Okay. Alex, who are you going to murder? I am an Aquarius. That means I was born between January 20th and February 18th, and I'm most likely to kill a random stranger.
0: Oh, you fucking weirdo
1: that I've picked out of a crowd while I am sitting at a park bench. And I'm gonna do it from my art. After all, the best artists have gone through hell and back, right? Oh boy. Thought catalog. Yikes. What are you doing?
0: I'm a fucking hero. I'm protecting a dog that was being yelled at. You're just a fucking lunatic, Alex.
1: Artists are heroes. Artists are heroes in their own way.
0: Oh boy. Right? You're a real Ted Cruz. <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: I don't. Is there any other? Is there any people in your life that we should check up on to make sure they're not going to kill? Because okay, you're going to kill that uh, no good dog meter. I'm going to kill a stranger for art. Is there someone in your life that might be targeting you that you know mm. of? Oh fuck! Who's going to murder me? Yikes! I'm going to ask pumpkin spice latte what hit what, what its birthday is. Let's see what he who how who who he's most likely or it's most likely to kill. When is your birthday, chatbot? Uh, interesting thought. Have you ever um, competed in a tractor pull?
0: What? <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> the trick to tractor driving is making sure not to crash into things. And then there's a little video where Pumpkin's Fight Flatte is... Going through a cornfield on a tractor, and it's first—it's per- like it's third person right behind his little head.
0: I pumpkin spice latte is the worst podcast guest. He's a wild card. <laughs> um, can we please check and see who Jonathan's gonna murder? Oh, uh, okay, sure. He is a—he's a Libra. Oh, a Libra somewhere between is, September 23rd is,
1: and October 22nd.
0: Correct.
1: Correct. You're gonna, you gonna dokes some on here on his birthday. You're gonna dokes, birthday dokes him? or is that what you were trying to do?
0: I—I I, what what?
1: I don't know. You were about you were about to throw out his
0: birthday. Not that it's a secret. Not I that we're know. not all on I Facebook. I was going to say, if anyone wants to send Jonathan a gift um, coming up October 8th. Uh, nice. So feel free to send send gifts to him. Our send gifts to us in his honor. <laughs> That's always an option, too. <laughs> sand. Uh, I will gladly accept this gift on behalf
1: of my friend. Thank you very much.
0: A fine donation was made to the Ramjack podcast. Hmm. In the name of Jonathan Fernseck. Oh, wow.
1: Uh, Jonathan is most likely to kill for a purpose.
0: Are these closely
1: hitting home? I feel like. I mean, the kill art thing. No, kill I'm not going to kill for a purpose.
0: Ki- That's vague.
1: I wouldn't kill anyone for art, ever. That's stupid.
0: Oh, oh really?
1: Why are you giving Not that even look a
0: random way? stranger. Well,
2: they
1: are a random stranger. Anyway, Jonathan's. Uh, he's going to kill for a purpose. He would go after some big wig of a company that he thought um, was unethical in order to make a point.
0: Well, making a point of killing, that's I mean, a little... Well, at least he's got the right idea. He's not a fucking lunatic murderer like you. After
1: all, if Jonathan is going to spend a lifetime in jail, he might as well make the murder count. Mm. So, Jonathan, you are heroes, and I'm some weird... Ugh. Like... Just You're disconnected artist. You're I'm a monster. a monster. I'm a monster, according to Thought Catalog. Monster. And I'm a... The thought Catalog. Why did you make this? Why did you make this list? What? Is, I thought I knew you, Alex. I thought I knew you. I thought I knew me too. I thought I knew that I would. I, it's just saying who you'd most likely be able, who you'd most likely kill if you were going to be a murderer based on your zodiac sign. Now we all know zodiac signs matter.
0: Good news to uh, listeners of the podcast. Uh, um, you know Alex, so he probably won't murder you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The best thing to come out of this, one, if you're dog-beater, be watchful, he's coming.
0: Dog yeller. You don't even have to beat the dog. You just have to yell at it the wrong way, and I'm coming after you.
1: Brad is chomping at the bit to get at you. (gasps) Dog abusers. Your number's up. He's coming. I feel like like you should have, like, a superhero name. Like, you should be, like, some sort of, like, dog defender. It shouldn't be dog defender, because that's that's weird alliteration, and that's lame. Um... K9 is 2 2. Mm. So, I don't know. We'll come up, we'll ask. We'll, we'll we'll think about that throughout the show.
0: Listeners, if you have any uh, names for my uh, dog avenging hero. Um, or we're really more anti-hero because I am murdering people that yell at dogs.
1: Yeah. Well, Jonathan's murdering bigwigs to make sure that he if he was going to murder somebody, which he's not going to. Brad's not going to Brad's not going to kill anyone. I'm not going to kill anyone. Jonathan isn't gonna like murder some CEO to make a point.
0: But he would. That's who he'd probably kill if he Well, that's he who he'd probably kill. I mean, uh, the stars say so. And the stars don't lie. Truth. Well. No.
2: <laughs> well.
1: There's no. some This gravitational lensing that you know you can see behind stars, so they're, they're tricky.
0: Stars are tricky. <laughs> I
1: don't wanna know who the stars are gonna murder.
0: Now, do you mean that by, like, literally, like, um, the stars in the sky, who are they going to murder? Or do you mean, like, I want to go to IMDb and see whose birthday it is so I can find out which stars or which celebrities are going to murder?
1: Brad, if there are any celebrities you want to look up during the show, I could go to the Thought Catalog and figure it out.
0: I can't believe Mark Paul Gosler is going to straight up murder his wife.
1: Um, Brad, can you look up really quick when uh, Dr. David Hasselhoff was born? We can see who he's going to kill, who he's most likely to kill.
0: Of course I can. July 17th is his birthday.
1: July 17th. That puts him as a cancer. June 21st to July 22nd. Um, If his partner pissed him off enough, he'd kill him. Of course, Dr. David Hasselhoff uh, would make it look like a complete accident, <laughs> and everyone would end up sending him gifts <laughs> to tell them to tell him to tell him they are sorry for his loss. Wow. oh Doctor Doctor David Hasselhoff.
0: Wow. Well, now we need to check up on Angie Harmon. She's a Leo. Who's she gonna kill?
1: Ah. Uh, well, that's the month right. That's the whole. That's the gamut right after David. A Leo is July 20th, 23rd through August 22nd. I'm doing this for those at home who may also have a birthday between these times, so you know who to, li- who to listen for. So, Leos, listen up. You and Angie Harmon are gonna kill one of
0: your crushes. Oh, no. Don't kill me, Angie Harmon.
1: <laughs> Don't kill Brad. The huge crush on me. The one who didn't even give her a chance. It's not. i
0: would, I would give you a chance.
1: It's not fair for them to break her heart.
0: It's and not. to get away
1: with it, so she's True. gonna get revenge. She's you know gonna what? make them see the error of their ways.
0: Angie, Angie, listen. Uh, no, no. If they ter- if they turn down Angie Harmon, like they got it coming. I'm with her. Listen, I support I support some of these killings.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but, uh, vampires.
0: I feel like Angie Harmon's got the right idea. I feel like Jonathan's got the right idea. I'm definitely in the right. You guys are Um, in the right, but I think me and David
1: might be like uh, led astray. Can we change stars? Can we realign the stars? Uh, Up to this point, being an Aquarius was was a thing I t- meaningless mostly but now I'm beginning to wonder if society at least thought catalog is imposing this upon us I'm and sorry. I'm scared Brad well stop trying to murder strangers it better be good art I don't know what I, I don't know what it is yet because I haven't found it but when I find it I'll know
0: all right all right
1: Brad the, the last person we're gonna look up on here for now is uh, former project child to the show and also um, girlfriend to a uh, demigod is Taylor Swift I'm doing this for Loki mostly because I want I mean Taylor Swift is our project child but I think Asgard needs to know what's up and I don't know if they're compatible So she was born on July December 13th so that would make her a Sagittarius right after you and she'd murder someone who used to be a big part of her life
0: oh boy oh boy that's a after, long
1: list of celebrities. Oh, after trying to cut contact with them and failing, she's going to finish the job with whatever weapon she can find first. It would be her only way to get rid of them for good. Oh no! We wouldn't. We you wouldn't consider like ramjack a big part of her life, would you? No, no. not at all. No, not at all. Not at all. T Swift worry brad moving right moving right along at a oh, fast clip, clip. fast clip.
0: clip um friends i've got some quick um monsters i just want to update everyone on to be aware and prepared because monsters are everywhere mm-hmm. um
2: mm-hmm.
0: so uh, gabby was in town over the weekend and uh, we visited disney um it was a fun fun time nice but there were monsters about <laughs> of course it's disney I mean, were there scooter bitches everywhere? Of course. It's Disney. I mean, come on. At one point we said, wow, I haven't seen a scooter yet. And then there was two of them together. Just like <laughs> tearing, tearing, tearing through the world to showcase.
2: Oof.
0: So at one point we're we we are in Japan and there's a little store that has like, Alex, this is really like, you need to visit this shop because it's the store in Japan. It's got all of these crazy Japanese novelty, like candies and cookies and foods. It's mm-hmm. it's where you belong.
1: <laughs> this is the particular part in Disneyland that I would gravitate toward, you're saying. You,
0: you could spend forever there, I feel. Nice. You would just, like, all the weird little, like, random things. There's so many. So many things. Um, one of the things they have there, of course, they have the, the green tea Kit Kats. Nice. So, there's a large group of us. There's about seven of us. And... So, Gabby says something about green tea Kit Kats. And out of nowhere, here comes a chime in, Charlie. This dude locks in and, like, comes, like... And he comes and stands awkwardly close to Gabby. And I'm, like, right there as well. Um, and he starts, like, oh have, you, oh, have you tried the green tea Kit Kats? Um, actually, there's all... You know, they make all different... All kinds of Kit Kats here. Um, actually, they have the, the orange Kit Kat. And they, he starts listing Kit Kats. And then he starts talking about matcha and, like, all this, like, stuff. And he just won't stop. And... We're just, like, in shock. Like, who is this person? Do you work here? What's happening? What are you doing? And for a second, I'm like, you know, I could just, like, walk away and leave Gaffey to deal with this crazy person. <laughs> and it would be really, really funny. Because wow. this dude is... He is locked on. Locked on. Just this weird little Lee Harvey Oswald-looking dude. <laughs> and he is going rapid fire with, like kit kat and matcha facts and just like oh have you ever tried this oh it's really good actually this it just like going just going and we're like what what is are you talking what's happening oh okay all right not we're not like both of us are like avoiding making eye contact with him because he is burning with a fire of intensity just listen off some facts wow
1: a fact monster
0: just a just a real real fact monster. Just locked on. Chime in, Charlie. Looking like Leo Harvey Oswald. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> how did you get rid of him? Did, did this bomb just go away? Does this?
0: Yeah. Eventually, eventually he just ran out of steam. Cause we we're both like trying trying to be like, okay, <laughs> all right, oh, cheers, thanks. Um, uh, and just like again, avoiding all eye contact, just trying to find a way to escape. Like, like almost laughing at him because. It's insane. And then she's like, oh, okay. And he just, oh, well, nah. and he just wanders off to, like, flip to dispense, out elsewhere.
2: Yeah,
1: to dispense his knowledge to it other was, victims.
0: It was so bizarre. Wow, man. Oh, he locked on hard and fast.
1: What are What is wrong with people like that? Because that's happened to me many times in life. That there'll be a random chime in Charlie who is, will never exalt, that's constantly going with just the most random things.
0: It was, like, and you're you're chiming in on somebody else's conversation, and then you, what are you, you listen, are you throwing up Kit Kat game? Is that what you're doing? Does that work out for you? What's happening? What's happening here?
1: You're saying if a girl walked up to you in a bar and said, hey, want to hear a joke? Wait. Okay, we already know what you do. there, but if she came up and started throwing Kit Kat game, she just brings up a. Ki- okay, let me set up a hypothetical. You're at a bar.
0: Okay. Why am I always in bars? Like, this uh, is crazy.
1: All right. I'll, I'll, let's let's take you out of there into another place. Oh. You're in Disney.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
1: You're in Disney. You're just kind of chilling. Um, you're waiting in line to get a refill on your drink. You're not... There's some sketchy activity happening. It's the auto refill thing. No one knows what's going on. Um, Wait, am I at
0: Disney or Universal? I'm confused now. Alex, you're breaking through the reality. I don't understand. Um, uh, you're at Disney. Okay, I'm at Disney. I'm somehow getting a refill. That's not possible. (laughs) Disney doesn't give refills.
1: You look (laughs) over, and there is a strikingly beautiful woman.
0: Okay, all right.
1: She looks at you wide-eyed, beaming. Mm-hmm. She makes a beeline to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: As she's walking, doesn't really regard anyone. Okay. Um. Parents have to, like, grab their kids because she was going to step into them. A scooter bitch crashes.
0: <laughs> a scooter bitch crashes. All right, I'm already in love with her now. <laughs> She caused never scooter bitch to crash. I'm, she I'm sold.
1: Never breaks eye contact, walks up okay. to you.
0: Sold. Wait, okay, what's she gonna say?
1: First thing out of her first thing out of her mouth. Have you ever had a Kit Kat?
0: Whatever, I don't care. Um. I'm, <laughs> no. I'm in.
1: In. In. Nice, okay. That's but good. You, but nice. you
0: started off with the stunningly attractive. Not um Stunningly um, Beautiful. Spir- Stunningly beautiful, not squirrely little Lee Harvey Oswald looking. Yeah,
1: there's a difference. You got <laughs> yeah, a
0: huge difference there. If
1: you're if you're beautiful, stunningly beautiful, you can throw Kit Kat game oh, all day.
0: Say, you can say whatever you want. It's kooky, yeah. You can be like, hey, you know what? I think you know. I'm not sure who's going to win the election, but we got two really good candidates. I'll be like, hm, all right, dummy, let's go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brad, um, as we were chatting, I asked uh, PSL uh thoughts on disney question mark and they had this to say which is kind of weird lol thanks taylor you're my bff2 tell tom i said hi okay sorry my bad i was responding to a different thread you were saying uh this something about disney Guest. so you know taylor though right brad how does it know we were talking about taylor swift seconds ago that's kind of weird I mean, it's it's just as weird as, like, the stars aligning and telling us how our lives will go or how we might murder someone, mm. but that almost makes me wonder if it's listening to us, because that's a little weird. Apropos, not outside the realm of possibility, but a little weird.
0: Okay, so I've got another monster for you, Alex. Okay. So, later on in the evening, at Animal Kingdom, I'm walking along, just just trying to enjoy my evening. Okay. All of a sudden... Someone grabs my shoulder, like, and it's like not like a, it's not a tap; it's a grab. Where are you again? Animal Kingdom.
1: Okay, so you're still in Disney. Just making hundred yeah. percent sure because I yeah. don't think I didn't think people could grab you at Disney.
0: Um, definitely not. Um, like, person straight up grabs me by the shoulder, tries to like turn me around, like, uh, uh, like t- pull, tries to pull me around. And they want to know, hey, 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 where's the smoking section? What? 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 First of all, um, you're in fucking. There's animals here, like, and you're in the <laughs> world, like, and it's 2016. Why do you think there is a smoking section? I'm pretty sure there's not. There may be, but I doubt it. Like, this is probably. I, I know, like, I think Magic Kingdom has, like, a weird random little area that you can go to that's like way in the middle of nowhere that if you are one of those monsters you can smoke but it's like you know it's a it's a remnant of old times past that they just haven't gotten (laughs) rid of yet um but i'm pretty sure but i would bet that there's a huge chance that at animal kingdom which is like a fucking full of animals um probably not going to be a thing because it's about like the environment and animals and like not being the worst
1: who is this person
0: I don't know, but um, because this fucking asshole grabbed me, um, I responded with, um, get your goddamn fucking hands off of me, and I don't know where the asshole section is.
1: Awesome! <laughs> that is amazing.
0: Thank you. I was proud of it. Well um, done. Um, and then this fucking guy's like, you can fu- trying to fuck with me? I'll, I'll fucking kick your ass. I was like, no, I don't think you will. Uh, <laughs> like... Why would you grab someone's shoulder and,
1: and like, hey, 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 turn around for just a second, huddle up. Where's the smoking section?
0: Oh. No, 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 no. Ask somebody that works there and then they'll laugh at you. Because um, you're the worst. You're you're a, you're a grabby fucking smoker. You're already a smoker and now you're grabbing me. I don't want your smoke hands on me gross. Uh,
1: grabby is one of the worst words you could use to describe someone.
0: Yeah.
1: He's a grabber. No. Ugh. No. A smoking grabber? No thank you.
0: Mm-mm. Only way it could be worse if he looked like a little Lee Harvey Oswald, but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why would you grab a stranger's shoulder and try to pull them around? I don't know. It's the craziest thing.
0: I thought it was gonna be,
1: like, a character interacting with you. And, like, pulling you around and then, like, pointing to your shoes and they're untied and you're like, oh, and he's just, like, shaking his finger at you, like, <laughs> you're gonna trip.
0: Something <laughs> that's at least jovial because it's fucking Disney. I- I'm i sick of Max, like, coming up to me and, like, pointing out my shoes are untied. By the way, I just found out there, that uh, Max is a Disney character. Uh, it's Goofy's weird son. Yeah. You didn't know <laughs> this? Never, never fucking heard of, of Max. But, uh, yeah, we were in the parks and, like, and... All of a sudden like there's a full out character of Max there for people to take their photo with. I was like, who the hell is that? It's Max. Max? <laughs> who? Goofy's gonna go Who fucked Goofy? <laughs> <laughs> like now we're back down this rabbit hole. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> Um, yeah, when we were I guess in fifth or sixth grade, the Goofy movie came out, and that's how Max got introduced to everyone, because someone thought it was a good idea to make a movie about Goofy, and they realized that wasn't a good idea, so let's spin it to children, and that's how Max was created.
0: Because Goofy's like, it's too adult. It's It's too adult. Listen, we we gotta get a younger audience, and Goofy's just not cutting it. He needs to have a kid. It's a road trip film. It's a buddy
1: road trip film with a dad and a son. And they have to go do something, and eventually they go to a concert, and Max is a hero somehow, and wins the affection of some woman. Yeah. Kind of gross. Outdated when it was made. But still, it's, a, it's it's got nice songs. And to know that Max is out there, like, grabbing your shoulder and giving you a little... Like, you... <laughs> No wait, that was a monster, Brad. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was, a, it was a monster.
0: It was a monster that wanted to smoke, not like a like Goofy's weird looking kid. He is weird looking. Super Poor. weird looking. Look, he looks like he may have problems. Looks like he may have some problems.
1: They're keeping Max up though. We watched a Disney special last Christmas, and Max was one of the uh, the leads in one of the many little episodes of like a Christmas um, story. He brought his he brought his girlfriend home from college to meet Goofy. It did not go well. <laughs> did not go well at all.
0: It's so weird. Like, I'm... How did I just miss this? Dude, I, like, it happens, man. I'm just, like, completely unaware that this is apparently a thing that everybody knows about. Oh, yeah, it's Max. Yeah, everybody knows Max. What?
1: There is a, there's a giant window that I do not know of any children's stuff. There was some kind of, like, skating cartoon that was on Nickelodeon. No fucking clue what it was. No clue, clue at all, and yet there was a generation of children that grew up on it, and they're like, "Yeah!" I'm like, "Sorry, kids, I got I what's happening now."
0: Three, I have no chance. <laughs> and that's and fine. even then, it's sketchy.
1: That's fine, totally fine.
0: Oh, I do want to say, um, like, you know, we keep having these like celebrity deaths, and like everybody like getting like Moore's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe Prince died. I can't believe whoever," you know. And it's gene Wilder
1: like, died today
0: <sighs> really yeah man oh man that's unfortunate um, well I had one that I, I was like oh that actually I, I took a second because usually I'm like eh, whatever um, like Gene Wilder stopped you for just a second <laughs> it did it did for a second because I had no idea but uh, John McLaughlin died oh from the McLaughlin group Wow when other when other kids were probably watching uh, uh, Max, in his movie, um, I was definitely watching some McLaughlin Group, cause that was my jam.
1: <laughs> and that guy's dead.
0: And now he's dead. Like, who's gonna like? Cause like he hosted that show forever. Like, um, uh, just trying to look it up real quick.
1: Does it make you? How do you feel about no one knowing who the McLaughlin Group is right now? If you ask anyone, even people of the time, they'd probably like, what the fuck? But yet, children, Max will live on forever. In the hearts of children in Disney for all time.
0: The McLaughlin Group ran from 1984 to 2013. It did? Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, now I knew it was still I going. Didn't... Like, that like not... not that long ago. Wow. Yeah. Really? It's upsetting. Like, it's John McLaughlin. Like, who's gonna who's gonna yell at people and tell them they're wrong? <laughs> who's gonna yell at Mort Kondraki?
1: Well. There's, there's no shortage of people who will yell at people, but not with style, and not with poise, and not with class.
0: And not with <laughs> seemingly random nonsense. <laughs>
1: well, also <saw> that, too. <laughs> not with a stream of consciousness, I, I didn't want to tag... You know. Um, Brad. Um, here's a story from China. Um, after participating in a local neighborhood square dance... A man in China apparently became worried that photos or video of him square dancing would end up online.
0: Hmm. God. Reasonable fear?
1: Um, uh, so the man did the only thing he knew to do. Um, uh, he ran over to a local optical network, mm-hmm. forced it open, and ripped out all the contents in an effort to destroy the internet. Which is what he told um, the authorities. Um. And he succeeded in basically bringing the internet down for a few blocks. Did not succeed in not. It, there were still Wi Fi like, networks. There were still <laughs> cell phone networks. He just. This guy was like. The pictures oh boy, still
0: made it. <laughs> oh man, this great answer was fun. Oh god, what if someone saw me? I'd be so embarrassed. I look so foolish. Oh god, what should I. I'm gonna destroy the internet. (laughs) That's exactly what he thought. (laughs) I'm. You know what? I know this is crazy. I know this is gonna pretty much destroy all of modern civilization. (laughs) But I'm sorry.
1: I can't let people see me do this.
0: I gotta fucking destroy the internet. Just is is it gonna destroy the world's economy? Yeah. (laughs) Is it gonna launch us into like? Oh god! It's probably gonna put us so far back. It's gonna take us. Decades to like uh, achieve the level of civilization we have now, but God, I look so silly doing that square dance. I, ah, but I gotta destroy the internet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> can't let can't let people see me getting on my my hoedown on.
0: It's probably gonna lead to World War III in some form or fashion. I mean, do states even have any meaning once we've obliterated the economy? I mean, we. All of our money is ones and zeros. Uh, the entire banking systems going to collapse. Political, oh, God. It would t- it's going to cause a chain reaction that will just destroy the whole planet. We'll probably kill each other. All, But I looked so silly. <laughs> what was he doing? Because you don't just run he over. Was square dancing. <laughs> like, it takes, okay,
1: and also for some, okay, regardless of where you're at, square dancing is not appropriate for every human being.
0: Uh, for any human being. Any
1: human being that now in Japan. In China, apparently, square dancing is something enjoyed by the older set. So he must have been dancing with some older people. He saw people taking pictures of him, strangers, if you will. He felt like he was being mocked, so he did the only thing that he could do. And Brad took you through what was going through his head. Which, to an accuracy that I can only ask Brad, has someone taken pictures of you and have you tried to dismantle the internet barehanded before? Because no. you were so ready with all these reasons, I was like, "Wow, yeah." You I know mean, what?
0: Fuck. What about, you're th- right. what about this? Like, wh- okay, c- c- what if that's just an excuse? <laughs> what if this is like a straight up like Chris Hansen scenario, and it's like, oh god, they're gonna find out I've got th- I've got those I've got that child porn on my computer. I better I gotta destroy the internet before anyone catches on. And then like they're like, why did you try to destroy the internet? Oh, I was uh, um, uh, embarrassed that I would get caught squid dancing. Huh? Okay. Well, why do you... Um.
1: Uh, wait. You're the guy that is. Wait. Is this you? <laughs> this square dancing gif I oh, found on. Oh yeah, that's Anna. that's. Just,
0: oh, you got me. Oh, I'm so embarrassed now. Wow. Boy, I, that's why I was going to destroy the internet. Not we still because made it. of What's on my hard drive? Oh no. What
1: am I doing? No, I got the hard drive. We'll figure out what's on it. No worries. Oh no
0: no no no! It's just square dancing photos. I don't want anyone to see them. I gotta destroy that. Ah, smash. <laughs>
1: He caused $15,000 worth of damage, and he was arrested and sent to jail. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm sure the authorities are looking over those hard drives, Brad.
2: Ah, no!
1: The pictures are awesome. Not of him square dancing. I don't have those. But yeah, he straight up ran over to access panel and just ripped it open.
2: Ugh
1: could have done so much damage. Thankfully, that's not how the internet works, and we're fine. (laughs) And the show continues, and we're fine.
0: Oh god, he pulled out the internet plug. (laughs) Fuck.
1: We were hoping to bring you the show early this week, but Uh,
0: guy in China Square danced and... (laughs) Listen, uh, you know, the internet is a series of tubes, and he found the one that connects them all, and he just pulled it out.
1: It's a regular Jenga situation. Brad, have you heard what happened on the New York subway
0: um, Could, recently
1: recently about the D train oh. about bugs
0: no alright I haven't oh. heard this one
1: oh man mm. um I'm just going to read this a crazed woman trying to sell bugs on the D train trying to sell bugs on the D train
0: okay
1: late at night got heckled she freaked out, opened her containers and just threw the bugs everywhere on the car.
0: <laughs> oh. That's terrible. What kind of bugs were these?
1: That I don't know. Oh. I don't sh- There were hundreds of them. So, I'm assuming What bugs would you sell on the subway? Crickets?
0: <laughs> what bugs would you What bugs would you sell on the subway? <laughs> I don't know who sells I don't- bugs. <laughs> Well, that's the bigger question, but I think we know the answer. To that um, crazy people sell bugs.
1: I have all these bugs for sale.
0: I mean, oh. also, why is she letting her her profits escape like that? I mean, that's that's that. You I mean that's why you know she's a little off. I mean, she's gonna let, she's gonna let it go for free. Not in Donald Trump's America.
1: <laughs> um. She
0: gonna file for bug bankruptcy now. <laughs> <laughs> she
1: was obviously a little min- She's a little. She wasn't in the greatest mental health. These kids started, like, um, taunting her. And one of them, like, got physical with her. Like, she was just asking people on the train, would you like to buy some bugs? And they were like, no, (laughs) please stop talking to me. She got frustrated. These kids started heckling her about bugs. One kid like, either punched or shoved her. Mm. Yeah. So she said, fuck you guys. I'm going to release the bugs.
0: I mean, that kid had it coming. She, well, the train... you fucking, like, don't mess with somebody. Like, if someone's, like, off of it, like, enough that they're trying to sell bugs, leave them alone. Just leave them alone. Um, a lot of them were
1: crickets. We get that. But some of them were, uh, non-mentioned bugs, so who knows what they were. Hmm. She and everyone else on the train freaked out. One person, in a desperate attempt to do something, pulled the emergency cord, which was a mistake. The train ended up being stuck between stations on the Manhattan Bridge. The air conditioning cut out. The woman who released the bugs uh, relieved herself on the floor. Puddles everywhere. A first-person account said it was absolute pandemonium
0: uh, this is the worst nightmare
1: first person account continues she was banging on the doors trying to climb out the windows everyone had crickets on their arms
0: oh no no nope, nope. kill me now just how many people committed suicide in the car
1: <laughs> my girlfriend was crying <laughs> uncontrollably yeah because she's trying to
0: figure out what she's going to use to kill herself. Because, like, no thanks. Goodbye.
1: At some point, men tried to hold down someone. I'm assuming it was either the woman going crazy trying to get out of the window. Um, and then the woman tried to throw up on them.
0: Just, oh uh, No. No. After,
1: after half an hour, the train began to roll again. And cops were waiting. And they arrested the woman who released the bugs. I don't know what you do in that situation because
0: what you don't what you don't do is you don't arrest her you like get her help
1: yeah like, that's
0: um hey
1: everyone had crickets you, on their arms
0: you arrest the kid that like that like punched oh, her or shot her um
1: definitely you oh. erase that punk
0: oh, oh fuck I don't like it I don't like it
1: Brad, there is a new trend to help increase your productivity, and I'd like to introduce it to you guys in the hopes that it might help you in your lives. Everyone everyone knows about list making, right? It's a simple thing to help humans. We make a list of things. (laughs) Thank you for explaining goes far back. It goes as far back at least as parchment is. Maybe stone? Who knows? I don't know of any lists that were carved in stone, but maybe there are some.
0: I'm um, pretty sure there are.
1: So there's the to-do list. What if I told you there's something sweeping the nation called an anti-to-do list? What? Helping productivity. Now, it's not listing all the things that you should do. Which is what I thought it was at first. Alright, let me just wake up today and let me write all the things not to do.
0: Swallow arsenic.
1: Do not swallow arsenic.
0: Chew glass.
1: (laughs) Do not text and drive. Don't don't open beers in car. Do not open beers in car while driving. Again. Ever. Do not sell bugs on a train. Long list. Long list of things. But that's not what it is. Oh. An anti-to-do list is at the end of your day, you sit down, and you write everything you got accomplished that day.
2: Ugh.
1: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you sit down, write down everything you accomplished that day, and you take Ugh. pride in that work, Brad. Gross. You take pride in that work. And you um, go to if sleep I if I had do that for my job
0: that. at work, um, let me tell you, I would I would be more depressed. Oh, here's what I accomplished. Well, that one didn't take very long to list. All right. It's supposed to help, Brad. It's supposed to help. Is it supposed to help? Because here's what it does. Um, it enforces the bullshit um, corporate um, uh, lifestyle of America, where like you you do a whole lot of shit. And then, like, try to make yourself feel good about, like, how much you accomplished working for the machine. Um, Because it rewards over accomplishment. um, And, like, it's not about listing. It's about listing all the things. It's about listing as many things as you got done as possible. It's not about, like, quality. It's about quantity. Fuck that. That's what's wrong with America.
1: Um... Full disclosure, this article did appear on Fast Company, so I don't think you're too far from the (laughs) mark. Yeah. (laughs) At all. Hey, let's,
0: this is like, this is like one of those bullshit, hey guys, we're gonna have a meeting today, um, I want everyone to list out everything you accomplished today. Alright, great. See? You're good little worker bees. Congratulations. Oh, your list isn't very long. Maybe you should try a little harder. Hmm, maybe you should do more things for the same dollar amount. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I don't know
1: about that. I, it's it's weird. How does
0: everybody just do things like we don't? You don't need to review a list of things you did. What does that do except well, reinforce like the bullshit? I uh,
1: on a corporate level, it's horrible. But on more of a I guess personal motivation level, which is how they present it, it's, it's also sappy just and kind and of upsetting. weird. It is. It's,
0: it's, it's like that, it's that bullshit of like I'm. It's like listing. It's like. When people write shit on Facebook about uh, what I'm thankful for, I'm so thankful for all these things. Like, listen, listen. Is it a good idea to every once in a while take take a moment to like yeah. think of where you are and what you have and be thankful for the things that are good in your life and like not and from one moment not like panic and like reflect on all the terrible things happening to you every fucking day. Yes. Brad, so you yeah. are familiar with the anti-to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. We all need to do that. But when you start having to list it out, because this is all this is all about fucking. Writing it down, putting it on the internet. Let me Instagram this so everyone knows I'm so thankful for this. These are the things in my life that are really great that I accomplished that I also Aww. want to share with people so everyone gets to see how accomplished I am. Look at all the great things I did. I'm masking my pain by t- making it look like I've accomplished things and I'm happy. Oh, uh, we're all sad and miserable and fucking trying to hide it. Fuck off. <laughs>
1: Also, just from face value, the title alone tells you that this is not anything to do. It has nothing to do with productivity. It's an anti-to-do list. you want to yeah. get stuff done? Too bad.
0: Do Too bad. Wall- You're already- to wallow in like um, faux self-esteem. What do you? What do
1: you? how do you how <laughs> i don't the idea of someone getting really by and even in the article it was someone at fast company saying hey i tried this new fad out here's what it, the buzz is all about and at the end of it they said essentially what we're saying about it like this is kind of bullshit but I, it didn't make me feel good about myself throughout the day so i would recommend doing two lists a list to get stuff done and then a list to write out when you get them done to which I'm that's like, called, what? That's called crossing the thing. Yeah, the it's list.
0: like you don't need to rewrite you your you don't list. You need an extra list.
1: Oh, but I got some bonus things in there that weren't on the list. I didn't write them on that list because they're bonuses for my other lists. I do tonight. I like I make lists all day because I like to compartmentalize my life into lists forever to show people what I'm doing. Here's my accomplishments. It's so weird, man. I don't. I mean, but isn't Facebook an anti-list? Now that we talk about it, now now that the veil has been lifted, isn't that what fucking social media is? It's not just taking a picture of the list. That is social media. It is. Social media is an anti-list. Is the podcast an anti-list? Now let's not get crazy. Let's just all cool out. Let's cool
0: out. Cool change at the ready. Cool out.
1: I don't like, wanna answer those questions because it's hard, but I I do know I stand with Brad. I'm not sure about this anti-list stuff. I'm pretty sure I'm anti anti-list. This, pod,
0: this podcast is more real than a fucking anti-list or, <laughs> list or anything. Like this is harsh this is a harsh dose of reality. Harsh dose. Hey. Watching out for the world. Anti-listers.
1: Fucking stop. Ugh. You don't need that. What you need is a friend. Instead of Instead of like reaching for the pen and putting it down on paper, why don't you reach out to a friend,
0: <laughs> right, Brad? What I like. It. <laughs> it used to be, it used to be that when I feel real empty inside, uh huh, I would reach for a hamburger. Oh. Now I reach for a friend. Oh.
1: Living proof, right there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you can visit the website ramjackpodcast.com And find out how to reach out to us Also Jonathan's birthday is coming up And as Brad said earlier It's always It's, always, it's, it's not uncomfortable it's To accept a gift on a friend's behalf
0: <laughs> On their birthday <laughs> Let's co-op Jonathan's birthday
1: Oh Jonathan I just got this awesome gift on your behalf Oh my god What? How does that work? It's a new birthday tradition. It's the same people who did an anti-list. anti, anti list. Um, It's called
0: the anti-birthday gift. What? You pick one of your friends, and then you get gifts on their birthday? <laughs> yeah. What do they get? Um, They get a name check. A name check? Well wishes. Um,
1: they get an, uh, what is it, an at reply or a hashtag on my Facebook no, or my social media post? And... Uh, it's the coolest thing since anti list. It's it's an anti birthday present. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Jonathan.
0: Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate Thanks.
1: it. Thank you so. Oh, thank you so much.
0: <laughs> um, Alex, talking about uh, corporate America and jobs and whatnot. Uh uh-huh. um, I've got a quiz here called "What job should you get?" Question mark. Oh. And this is going to help you decide, Alex. When you grow up, what job will be right for you? Question mark. Many results! Exclamation point. Real
1: Sorry. quick though, before we jump into this, uh, PSL had one more thing to say about lists. Because oh, uh, okay. we were talking about it, I, I, I tapped him for some information, and he has a little bit of wisdom he'd like to, sh- about the whole list, anti-list, anti-birthday. Sure. He says, if you see the patch, you can be the patch. Hashtag deep thoughts.
0: Don't know what that means.
1: uh, Well, he's pumpkin spice latte, so he's like, if you can see the pumpkin patch, you can be the pumpkin patch. I don't.
0: Oh, a pumpkin patch.
1: That's how he gets through the day. He doesn't make lists. If you see
0: the pumpkin patch, you can be the pumpkin patch.
1: Hashtag deep thoughts. I don't. What
0: does being a pumpkin patch mean?
1: I don't. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Cause if I see a pumpkin patch, I'm like, oh. Here's a place where you can like get pumpkins.
1: Yeah. 'Cause it's already grown. It's not a place to grow pumpkins, it's a place right. to get pumpkins from So
0: I can be a place where I can get pumpkins.
1: See, Brad sees that. I'm sure other people see a whole field full of like pumpkin pies in their mind's eye.
0: I don't like pumpkin pies. Pumpkin
1: pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah. I don't know.
0: It doesn't have pumpkin in it. It's, it's pumpkin spice refers to the spices you would use to make a pumpkin pie. It doesn't yeah. have anything to do with pumpkins.
1: Quite true. I don't so. I don't know it. I don't know what he's saying. I don't PSL's PSL's going off the edge for a little bit. He's tractor pulling. He's
0: Good boy.
1: Ugh. Go ahead, Brad I didn't. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just thought I would add what they were saying. These it's these cool. chat bots are really. I don't know. Garbage. They're garbage. Are they, they, they the are. future? Are they the terrible
0: podcast guests? Uh, well, I'm sure, um, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. sure. Alex, what job should you get? Okay. What would you think if someone asked you to go skydiving? Here are your options. Oh. No way, exclamation point. Not even for a million bucks, exclamation point. Maybe, with two periods. I would need to think about it, one period. Sure, I guess. Or, of course, exclamation point. Sounds fun, two exclamation points.
1: Definitely, maybe.
0: Maybe for Alex. What would you do? Um, Me?
1: You've got to take it too, man. I'm not doing of this course, alone. Of course,
0: sounds fun. I'm in.
1: Really? I want to you go, go skydiving. skydiving?
0: Oh wait, I've always wanted to go skydiving. Definitely. Um, Alex, what activity sounds the most fun? Playing in a bounce house or trampoline. Huh? Hmm. Making a movie to show my class.
1: Oh. Uh-huh. I'm taking classes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> taking classes? Okay. Um, Back to school. <laughs> going to the mall. Oh. <gasps> Playing outside, inventing something, drawing, huh? playing with animals, or baking.
1: Playing with animals. That's a little... I don't know about that one. Uh, but there are so many things on there that I want to do. It's hard to choose one over the others. Off the top of my head, when you said something about making a movie to share with my class, that brought up a lot of interesting... A lot of interesting thoughts in my head because
2: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, there's so many questions there. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy drawing, though, all the time. Let's see.
0: Outside. Bounce house, bounce house,
1: bounce house was fun too. So, mm-hmm. what's the the question? Is which of these would I rather do?
0: Which right activity now? sounds the most fun?
1: Most fun? I'm gonna say making a movie with friends. I making a movie.
0: a movie to show my class. It doesn't mention friends.
1: Mm, but like is now okay is class like a school class or like like a (laughs) socio-economic class
0: it's uh this i'm making a movie to show um middle class white dudes yeah (laughs) um like let's assume let's assume this is your your school class
1: i'd rather assume it's the middle class white dudes because there's something i got to say to them and it's either the worst and i need them to see this film okay is there a budget like is it a social activity because i could i feel like that would be fun to collaborate with people to make a movie to show it's middle class white sounds dudes. <laughs> like the
0: most fun to you alex whichever is the most fun to you
1: brad be on it if i came to you and said brad we're gonna make a movie fully funded um it's got a budget of around let's say five hundred thousand dollars to show middle class white dudes for sure it's not a lot of money it's not a lot of money but it's enough money for us to make a movie that's really gonna that we are targeting middle class
0: white dudes with. Would you okay. be down or not? Oh, I would definitely be down. Boom! I'm, we're making a movie. That's all I'm right. Alex is Alex is making a movie. Um, me. Um, I, I don't like playing with animals because it's not dog specific, and I don't want to yeah. get stuck with some other yeah. animal. So I'm you not doing. You can't that.
1: read into that like the other question.
0: Yeah. Um. A lot of these. A lot of these sound pretty good. Um. Uh, I'm torn between baking and inventing something. Inventing's fun. Very I feel grueling. like ba- I, I'm going baking because that's relaxing and I could use relaxation in my life. Yeah, and bacon's... I miss being able to bake in yeah, an oven that's clean. Oh. Mm-hmm. Nothing. What was that? Nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alex, what problem do you often face? Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Option one, getting literally stuck in something. I, was, I have photographic evidence of you getting literally stuck in something. <laughs> it was it was interesting. Um getting literally stuck in something. No storage on my phone.
2: Ooh.
0: I look too ugly. I break things, period, comma, I get dehydrated a lot, (laughs) sickness, dummies, and last, I'm burning my food, exclamation point, (laughs) which problem do you often face?
1: (laughs) Wow, well, I don't burn food often. Okay. Um Let's see Um uh, What was the one thing that was Dummies? Dummies What does that mean? Always dealing with fucking dummies Always dealing with dummies Is something I think all of us At least the Ramjack faithful Can kind of get Like that's something we all deal with On a day to day
0: Um Can you give me the first few again? Sure Uh getting literally stuck in something Okay, that's happened, but it's not something that happens often. I love that one. It is awesome. Um, No storage on my phone.
1: I have less storage in the cloud than on my phone. My phone is fine, so that one's no.
0: I look too ugly. Oh, God. I break things, period, comma.
1: That's a scary one.
0: I get dehydrated a lot.
1: And sickness. Sickness.
0: I would say... Part of me wants to say
1: sickness because I'm diabetic, and that's something mm-hmm. I deal with every single day. Okay. But dehydration is something I also deal with because if I'm a diabetic or could deal with, but I drink all the time. I'm going to say sickness. Sickness. Not so much cold. I'm going in specifically with uh, diabetes, but there you sure. go. Um,
0: I'm, you that, I'm, Brad. Torn, I'm torn between dummies and no storage on my phone. Because I have stupidly small storage on my phone, and every day requires me to delete podcasts so I can put new ones on.
1: If it had been monsters instead of dummies, I would say definitely go for
0: oh, it. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely, if it had been monsters instead of dummies. Um, but I still feel like dummies is a strong contender. Which
1: annoys you more, not having space on your phone or dummies?
0: Uh, I'm mean, well, this. One of those can be dummies. solved by
1: expanding memory in some way, and one of them will always be with us forever. Right. I... What are you going to say about dummies, don't let li- Well, I was
0: just going to say, like, dummies is, is very specific, because um, it's also assholes, you know? Really, mm. if I could say dummies and assholes, then, oh, no question. Um, but still, we live in a country that, um, through pr- the primary system, has put up Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton as our presidential candidates, so I'm going to say dummies.
1: Fuck. In that light... I would have also retroactively picked dummies, but I've already chosen, and I already choose chosen, so that's I've already chosen. I've
0: already clicked it. Um, Alex, do you like to have fun? All caps exclamation point. Here are your options. Sometimes, if I feel like it, in all caps, all the time.
1: <laughs> that cool answer, all the time.
0: It might mess up my look. <laughs> <laughs> what? Having fun really messes up my look.
1: Look, I'm going for this
0: special kind of like,
1: just persona, and it's gonna mess up if I have fun.
0: Oh, that's that's why Josie. That's, that's Josie's answer. Um, <laughs> um, every once in a while, with two periods. Every
1: once in a while, I like to have fun.
0: And I don't have time.
1: Wow. Hi, Scrooge. You taking a quiz, buddy?
0: Don't have time. Do do you you like to have fun? I don't have time.
1: Oh, poor Scrooge. Um,
2: uh,
0: what was the first one again? Sometimes, if I feel like it.
1: What was the one that was occasionally?
0: Uh, Okay, sometimes, if I feel like it all the time, it might mess up my look every once in a while, or I don't have time. I'm going to go with every once in a while, even
1: though Mm -hmm. I'm always up for fun. I mean, fun is something that we know cannot be perpetual. It's not something that you should have all the time. It's Mm -hmm. something that's kind of just an artifact of life. You just got to work it in there, hopefully. So every
0: every once in a while with two periods?
1: Brad, what are you saying, though?
0: I'm going to say all the time. Nice. Because the question was, do you like to have fun? Oh. All the time.
1: (laughs) All right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, so all the time all I would love time? to have fun. Yeah, all, right, all the lock, time. Duh.
0: Locking you in it all the time.
1: Why would you not want to have fun all the time? I thought oh, it that's was what like I'm saying. I was looking at it from a realistic adult perspective of like, well I know there's something I can do all the time, but no, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. You should make every everything should be fun to you.
0: Yeah. What's close to your greatest achievement? Wow. What's close to your greatest achievement? That, think about that wording. Um <clears throat> Close, so I'm assuming it's a location
1: or a place.
0: Uh, well, I just, uh, all right. Option one, becoming an expert at a sport.
1: Okay, not what I thought was going to the direction of the question. Okay, what's that's your, definite. What's close,
0: what's close to your greatest achievement? Not that. Becoming ex- an expert at a sport. Two, my face. All, all caps on face, by the way.
1: <laughs> Took me a few months to grow it in my uh, parents' stomach, and look at it. It's all me.
0: Um... Making something everybody loved. Wow. I don't like. I don't, I don't like the past tense of that. Yeah. Oh no. Ooh. I don't want to wait. <laughs> A creation I made. Okay. A sketch I made. What? Making someone feel better. <laughs> and last, something including animals. Uh, What's close to your greatest achievement? Something including animals?
1: Something including animals. Yeah, I don't know about that one at all. Um, having created something. Creating (laughs) something.
0: That's uh, Dr. Moreau's answer.
1: Yeah, that is Dr. Moreau's answer. Dr. Moreau? What are you doing?
0: (laughs) Something including animals.
1: Oh, that's that's an achievement. I'd say that's an achievement, Dr. Moreau. Um, obviously creating Close something. That's
0: my greatest achievement.
1: Creating a something someone once loved is crazy. Like, what are... Yeah. Hey, crawl out of that... Crawl out of the pit and come back up to the surface. It's... it's okay. Yeah, I'm
0: locking in on that as well. Yeah. All right, Alex, next question. Oh, okay, now we're getting an animal question. Here we go. All right. Um, which would you want as a friend, parentheses... I know they are weird, space, comma. Also, please comment your dream job, exclamation point. Whatever. No Uh, idea. Which would you want as a friend? Okay. Adventure alpaca? Oh! A movie-making monkey? (gasps) A pretty peacock? A sporty seal? A creative chameleon? A building baboon? A healing horse. <laughs> <What? laughs> Doctor Horse, Doctor Horse, we need you in the R. Doctor Horse. <clears throat> um, a helping hawk. Twin Peaks reference. Um, <laughs> a learning lamb. Oh, <laughs> or a hungry hamster. I
1: don't. A hungry hamster. I love the worst. all of these. <laughs> what's, what's a hungry hamster? Like I don't know a hungry hamster. A hungry hamster is someone I love to eat, and this hamster is going to eat with me. It's a, it's a constant, it's a constant companion to help feed my, uh, my food loss. It
0: used to be, it used to be that when I was sad, I would grab a pizza.
1: Oh, let it out, let it out.
0: Now me and my hamster grab a pizza together. Oh, oh, (laughs) (laughs) didn't quite learn the lesson. Uh.
1: (laughs) There are too many good options in there. Yeah. Adventure alpaca gets me from the get-go. Because an alpaca that's down for adventuring and is, you know, like, what would that be? It's an alpaca that knows how to adventure and is, like, just straight up ready for anything. But then again, there's not many opportunities for that in Ohio, sadly. Or even in the greater tri-state area. Um, But there could be really fun to take joey out on an adventure with an alpaca that's almost like a indiana jones i got i got my own short round (laughs) running around i got an adventure alpaca what else do i need other than like a fedora movie making monkey though are we jet setting to la brad because there's a monkey in la that's making movies and needs to talk to us like that's um, just for this podcast i think we should all we should both choose that who would you
0: come on it's a movie making monkey Moving me and monkey is like I mean, obviously, like that's the best. I really do like healing horse and helping hawk as well though. I don't understand healing horse? I wanna be friends with a doctor horse?
1: Is that what it is or is it like a like a spiritual healing horse? Because if it's spiritual, no. That's
0: bullshit. See, I imagine it's like a magical horse that has healing powers. See, I also thought that too. If it's a magic but horse. But I healing also powers. I also like to imagine a, a doctor um a doctor horse with a stethoscope and a lab coat. <laughs>
1: Alright, the doctor did two two uh hoof stomps, so it's definitely strep throat. You're gonna need a shot. How would a horse even do that?
0: Listen, this this may seem unconventional, but this horse is the finest surgeon this hospital has.
1: Really? (laughs) Okay. He's amazing. Do you mind if I get a second
0: opinion? (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah, you might just want to get out all of
0: Alright, you can talk to the crab if you like. <laughs> the crab
1: I think i trust a crab over a horse surgeon. Come on. <laughs>
0: it's your it's life. A, it's appendages are made for like Oh, I'm sorry, the only crabs we have in the office today are oncologists. They they can't help with your heart.
1: Ooh. You're going with a movie making monkey. The only monkey,
0: heart uh, movie making monkey all the way, right? I'm
1: sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt I didn't even mean to interrupt you. Are you a nurse? Or are you the receptionist? I need to talk to a doctor that's not a horse, please. Mm. Mm. Movie making monkey, come on.
0: Movie making monkey. We're going to be in the pictures, Brad. We're going to be on the silver screen. We got a friend in the biz. It's... Sounds like capuchin capers to me. Fuck yeah. All right, Alex. <laughs> what capuchin. job should you get? A movie making monkey
1: that's a capuchin that's stealing. Rob from the rich to make movies
0: <laughs> to become rich.
1: I don't sure how that works, but go ahead. Is that the end? Is this is it Alex, ready for a job?
0: I've I've got I've got a, I've got a job for you.
1: Nice. What's up?
0: A- Alex, you should be a director. Oh <gasps> Awesome. Um you were also you were also really high up on possibly being an astronaut, <gasps> a what vet, or an
1: engineer. Hmm. A director, an astronaut, a vet, or an engineer. Who are you, Brad? I'm a cook. Oh, you're
0: I a cook, also could huh? have been an astronaut. Could have been. Cook or an astronaut? I went cook.
1: Could have been an astronaut. Decided to cook. <sighs> it, what was it, Brad? Fear of flight? I mean, that rocket's huge.
0: No, I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to piss in a suit. Yeah,
1: that's got to be weird, right? Yeah,
0: it's like that's. Uh, a whole bathroom situation in space is just, uh, We haven't got that figured out yet. I don't like it.
1: I may never figure it out. Let's be honest. I don't know if there's a good way yeah, to yeah. do that. Going to cook, yeah, I like that. Not.
0: My kitchen's like super clean, though. Yeah. I don't like cook. I think that you'd be more of a chef. Yeah, I think so too. I listen. Cook is. I mean, I mean there's a lot yeah. of problems. The picture is clearly a chef.
1: Yeah, if the picture is a chef, you're a chef. I'm a director. You're doing craft services, or you are the chef in
2: the movie where is... is
0: the movie making, movie, making col- monkey is yeah, more of a producer. Are you collaborating? Producer. Say what? Okay, I was wondering, are you like co directing? Like, how does the movie making monkey work with you?
1: I don't, I mean, let's be honest. Hollywood doesn't trust a lot of people. I don't think they're going to trust a movie, a, a monkey with a tail to make a movie. So they needed someone who maybe has experience making movies for middle, uh, middle class white guys. <laughs> maybe that's my second dir- Alex, directorial role. This, this is weird. This is weird. The monkey.
0: This is where you don't understand Hollywood. Um, that monkey, is he's got hype. He's mm-hmm. got freshness. Um, the monkey's where it's at. You're lucky you're riding that fucking monkey's coattails because you're just another middle-class white dude. <laughs> like, what the fuck do they care? Dime Diamond a dozen. It. Diamond a movie-making doesn't. monkey? One in a million. He chose You better me. kiss this monkey's ass. We're best friends.
1: We're working, we're working at it. Uh, doing our best. We're going to make some hit movies. We make some hit movies.
0: Nice. Friends, it is that super special time of the week where we check in with our dear, dear pal, Mr. Street's on the China. Never met it before. Who cares? Every time we watch
1: an episode of 80s nostalgia and or a movie or whatever we do, we also like to summarize it into in as close to a minute as possible without going over. If we go horribly under, which is 55 seconds, we lose. If we go over, we've forgotten. And uh, somewhere in between of that is a winning. If you get it on a minute on the dot, you're a true brave heart. And that's what we like to think, fancy ourselves here on Ramjack. This week falls to me, right, Brad?
0: Yes, Alex, you're going to be summarizing the episode, The Pageant.
1: These hopes and dreams on my shoulder. I'll try to do you right. You ready for this? The idea of not being able to put this on my anti dude to do list tonight as a victory will help me win now.
0: Okay, all right. All right. Take a moment. And you will be going in three, two, one, go.
1: George has forgotten him and Marsha's anniversary again, so he buys her a fake diamond ring which dissolves in water. Fuck George. But then he buys her a real one baked into a cake, and Spot eats it, and they have to follow Spot around, hoping he'll defecate it out. Turns out that Spot actually buried it in his favorite hiding place. Belvedere gets the ring, George buys a new ring, the marriage is saved, and Belvedere has something to pawn off at the uh, pawn shop. Welcome to Belvedere. But the real story in this episode is that Heather and her group of... Feminist friends in the pit are going to try to take down the pageant scene. They need someone to infiltrate it, win, and then tell everyone pageants suck. But who will they get to do this? Of course, Savvy Angela's up, but Savvy's not that smart, so they try to get Heather to do it. So soon, Heather and Angela are competing on the stage. Belvedere's helping Angela because if she wins, she gets to go to college in Hawaii. Heather kind of realizes it's kind of a bad move to do that to someone on the stage, and she gives it to Angela, who will be doing dances in Hawaii come the fall. And that's Belvedere.
0: One minute on the dot!
1: I'd like to thank everybody. I'd like to thank Mr. Belvedere for being awesome this week. It's really made up for last week. And Brad, of course, thanking you. I'd also like to thank our horrible guest... I'm gonna spice latte so you taste good you're really throwing out some weird stuff at me I don't bring everything up on the show because you know it's not great material but yeah Brad this episode was great right?
0: oh yeah this episode was delightful
1: a return to form
0: it was so much more coherent than the last episode
1: more coherent it's got a lot of the classic stuff we love about Mr. Belvedere mm mhm um, it had great characters. For a minute, uh, one of Heather's friends, who is a part of the feminist group, I think, or some sort of women's right activi- activist group in the pit, mm-hmm. I thought for a brief moment that one of those girls was Savvy Angela disguised. Um, that's a hell of a disguise. Well, I... Because I, I thought, that looks... Is it her sister or something? Like... There's something about them that looks similar. And I thought in the line, because at one point, that girl says, Hey, I don't think we give Angela enough credit. To which I thought, I know you're setting up a joke, but why are you focused... Like, they zoom in on that girl when she says it. And I'm thinking, that's weird. Like, that's an odd thing to have happen. So if it's a sibling, that would be kind of interesting. It's not Savvy Angela. I realized later that, height-wise, it's impossible. And they're not going to spend the money to do that kind of, like... ...thing on Belvedere. I did investigate. Odds are no. I'm just throwing that out. Is that it? I, I was like, this is a little weird that... ...the attention this character is getting on camera. Compared to the other woman. But yeah. Cold open. George rolls in. Or walks in. He has... ...string tied around his finger. And he's like, Belvedere, what's up with this string around my finger? Belvedere says you must have forgotten something Heather says well does it remind you of anything uh, to do with a uh, special lady that you uh, uh,
0: Marsha says "Marsha says by the way not Heather Marsha, I'm sorry that would be creepy
1: I well George is about to say something about Heather I'm sorry I got my I got my characters mixed up so basically she's like you remember our engagement right and he's like oh fuck I, is the thing I'm supposed to remember something about Heather getting her driver's license oh. to which Marsha's like fuck you George it's our anniversary.
0: So, Marcia, first, well, first of all, it must be mentioned, uh, Marsha's rig out is insane. Yeah. She looks like an ugly couch. Um, Already like, gunning
1: for worse dressed that. at the get go.
0: I mean, she always is, but yikes! Um, and I, I don't know how many like. How many episodes have we had over the years of, like, George forgetting the anniversary or whatever? I mean, it's the most cliché of cliché things.
1: Oh, yeah. George but is he's, forgetful in general.
0: He's forgotten the anniversary, and she storms off mad. And George's like, well, I better go out and get her a present. Um, so I'm like, this is the worst relationship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, George.
0: Like, this whole, like, oh, well, I forgot our anniversary... So I'll go buy a present to make up for forgetting our anniversary. Because that's what this is. I guess. Ugh.
1: Yeah, it's the worst. But George is kind of messed up. So he goes out and gets a gift. Because he thinks that's going to solve everything. Um...
0: So Wesley T. and Kevin come in. Mm-hmm. And who knows what they've been doing. But... I don't know, they're, like, weirdly buddy-buddy, and then Heather rolls in, and she's talking about how her friends are are creating the first feminist mystery, which, no, know you're not. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like...
1: Yeah, I don't, What does that even mean, Heather? I don't...
0: <laughs> I think Agatha Christie probably did that. <laughs> like...
1: But what is the mystery, Brad? What's this big thing that's concerning women in the pit? In uh, 1990, correct? Because that's that's the time yeah. this final season takes place. What could it be? Like what?
0: Oh, it's the history of, of who left the seat up. Are
1: you fucking kidding me?
0: What is this bullshit? In Heather's
1: defense, and also to the defense of her coalition of young feminists, they are kids. <laughs> They're kids in the pit in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We. I mean, they're do, they're working with what they have. They're working with what they have. Well, um... Yeah, so, uh, those so friends come over, and before they get there, Wesley T. and Kevin are like, hey, let's go upstairs and arm wrestle.
0: Yes. Why? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, listen. What are you talking about? Um, first of all, Kevin's in college... Wesley's, like, a freshman in high school, maybe. Um, but not looking at. Um, you guys are gonna go arm wrestle? Like, what the- what? Dude, could the writers not think of anything else for them to do? Like, hey, let's go eat jelly beans.
1: <laughs> well, I, I I realize they're trying to make them do something macho to kind of, like, thwart Heather's f- feminism, which is stupid and dumb and kind of gross. But I wouldn't expect anything less of Kevin. But still, arm wrestling is just... It comes off weird. Because they even say it Like, Yeah, let's go arm wrestle. <laughs> and they just disappear upstairs. What are you so doing? So
0: fucking weird.
1: Weird? But season's expo-veter. Daffo. Friends come in. Ho oh boy. Ho oh boy indeed.
0: Let's talk about these friends. Um. All right. So we got this one girl, um, <laughs> who uh, looks like she's dressed for a mafia funeral. Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: she's wearing all black. Um, she's got like a big coat on. Her hair is like all like up in Pentecostal style.
1: Oh God! Very like, true.
0: She looks like she's going to a mafia funeral. Um, the other girl is rocking this like. I don't know, this, like, 80s retro teddy girl bonkers hipster blossom thing.
1: Well, she's definitely in between the 80s and the 90s with this look. Yeah. Which is interesting, and I give her credit for that.
0: Oh, it's, it's a look. She's definitely rocking a look. It's just so specific that it's like, it's insane. They've okay. both made their choices. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, this is like this is a cultivated look, though. She's got like a, uh, like a like a bowler hat, or maybe I guess a fedora more than a bowl Yeah, it's like a fedora. Um, she's got like really really large glasses, like black framed square glasses.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, not unlike a John McLaughlin. Um. R.I.P. John McLaughlin. Um, <laughs> there's like an, an oversized coat, like a necktie that's like loose, and like, is it is it is it pigtails or just like one ponytail to the side?
1: It's a braided ponytail to the side.
0: Okay. It's a hell of a look.
1: She's it's cultivated, and I appreciate that from her.
0: Mm-hmm. And really,
1: the other friend is pretty cultivated too. Like all black. You say your is up Pentecostal style, and I guess it is, but it kind of looks... Is it short, or is it... No, okay, yeah, you're right, it is yeah. up. For a second, when I was watching it, it almost looks like she has half of her head shaved, and it's, like, up in a kind of longer updo, like a...
0: Yeah, but no, it goes down to but a ponytail on the back.
1: Yeah, it comes down to a ponytail on the back. It's just an optical illusion, but from a certain angle, it looks modernly trendy, and even then, I guess trendy for the time, but no, you're right, Pentecostal hair. Yeah. Poor girl. Heather looks a normal. Looks like a normal Heather. Not too crazy, but not not too great. Loving to rock vests for some reason, almost taking a cue from Marsha with a pattern, but not quite, not quite to couch level yet.
0: Uh, but tragedy has struck... Um, there it turns out they're not gonna be able to put on their uh, their feminist mystery after all the play's been cancelled because at the same time at the location I guess they were gonna put it on um, is the is the Miss Beaver Falls pageant
1: can I ask a, a question about what if I know the feminist mystery mm-hmm. this isn't like a murder mystery correct
0: I assume it to be a murder mystery
1: It has to be a murder mystery yeah. Um, I I I don't. It's been a long day. Didn't catch that the first time around. I think a feminist mystery is fucking awesome. there's so source, what they're planning to do is not so great, but the idea of a feminist murder mystery is awesome to me.
2: But
0: the I would thing be on board is, it's like, but murder mystery specifically is like a genre that is well staked out with strong female characters. Quite true. Um, Jessica I- Fletcher. like agatha christie like she like there's it's out there that there's plenty like it it might at the time it might be the one genre that is most possibly feminist like there's uh, tons of, of stories of like of like women like um striking back against like abusive lovers and things it's like it's an empowered genre as is I mean,
1: very, very true.
0: Of but, course, could you write a murder mystery that had strong feminist themes outside of the the tropes and characters of the genre already? Yes. Sure. Are these people doing it? Definitely not.
1: Right, they're children in the pit. They see Jessica Fletcher, they want to bring that to life on stage in their neighborhood. Because you know who's not seeing it? middle-class white dudes watching movies made by middle-class white dudes and their monkey friends <laughs> <sighs> so but you're right it's
0: guys come right, Or alex you, you okay you can watch a feminist mystery or a movie made by a monkey which one are you watching
1: now that is, honest, that is an unfair question. That is an unfair question. I don't want to be honest answer. here. Of the course, answer. I'm going to watch a movie made by a monkey first. I mean, of it's course. a different species. Like,
0: what are they of doing? Course. What are they doing with the form? <laughs> like, how does Ain't a monkey he... see the world? Is it... are are women's visions and views of the world important? Yes, of, of course. course, of course. But what about these monkeys? But how do monkeys... they see things? Monkeys well, just. <laughs> Monkeys just
1: discovered our technology of filmmaking The art Women have had it for a long
0: time Listen, we'll get to women Monkeys first
1: (laughs) Ladies, though, all the respect, all love
0: Um, But these girls are like, well, what are we supposed
1: to do? They're also, instead of letting us put on our mystery They're putting on a pageant The local pit pageant I wish they called it the pit pageant (laughs) The pit pageant Miss Pitt. Um, uh, so, like, you know what we should do? We should should stick it to them. We should get someone to enter the pageant, be kind of our Trojan horse, and when they win, because we have high hopes, and we're just shooting for the stars on this, when they win, they're going to give a big speech about how fucking horrible this is, and how we should have let us put on uh, Jessica Fletcher, the stage play, Murder, She Wrote. Um uh, to which they're like, all right, sure, but we're gonna find someone who's gullible enough also who's like someone we can mold in such a short amount of time and also who's kind of dumb but beautiful ding dong hello savvy Angela, welcome to the show. Welcome back
0: yay savvy Angela I was ro- I was worried we wouldn't see her again before the end.
1: I know, man, and I hope we see her again before the end, though they let's, do kind of button her up really good in this episode, Alex, and I'm like,
0: Yeah, fuck. we don't have that many left, we don't have that many left, let's, let's be, Alex, let's make a list of what we're thankful for, and <laughs> share it on Instagram, so everyone can see all the great things in our lives, and they can be jealous of the good things we have that they don't have, yes! Top now of the I feel l- better than other people, yes!
1: Top of the list, being able to talk about Belvedere with my good friend and co-host Brad. Second on that list is being able to talk to Brad and our audience about an episode of year that stars one Savvy Angela for the last time.
0: Yes. So obviously they're like, oh, we got this. Because, like, how's Savvy Angela not going to win? I mean, yeah. come on. Come on. <laughs> what else has the pit got? Nope. <laughs> nope.
1: We see what they got. And then you're right. Nope. 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 Nope.
0: So, uh, uh, George comes in, he's like, hey, Belvedere, I got a gift, got a gift from Marsha, check it out. And Belvedere's like, that's a huge fucking ring.
1: (laughs) It must have cost you a fortune. Did you steal one of my eggs? (laughs) My Fabergé egg. Did you go, did you find Wesley's bank account? No, it's not real, Belvedere. It's fake. It's a phony.
0: And Belvedere's like, oh, that's bullshit.
1: That's gross, George.
0: <laughs> um, but you know what? You know what's really fucking gross? Diamonds. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, diamonds are really fucked up. Like, the whole, like, process of how we get diamonds and, like, you know, the whole blood diamond thing. It's uh, kind of a bad thing. Like, oh, yeah. diamonds are fucking nightmares. So. So
1: we give George a pass on that. Like, okay, George. I'm not sure what kind... I don't know. I'm not sure what this fake diamond is, but, you know,
0: It's seemingly job. rock salt
1: or something. It, like it's got to be salt because it... Marsha comes down. She gets it. She's like, this is fucking awesome. I'm going to go run a bath. I hope it's not for them, but I don't remember what was said. I.
0: Oh, no, there's all kinds of illusions. Like, oh, hey, man. George, why don't you come upstairs afterwards? And George is like, all right. Hey, Belvedere, don't... don't... Uh, don't wait on us for dinner. Which means they're upstairs... Theoretically, no. they're going to be upstairs fucking while the rest of the family sitting around the table, like eating dinner, listening to them fuck.
1: In the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, the bathtub.
0: Yeah. The seal's going to be, like, covering its eyes in the corner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sporty seal almost got me in that quiz. The sporty seal almost got me. It would have gotten sporty Belvedere. Seal. Um, uh. Marsha yells from the from the bathroom, runs downstairs, George, your ring dissolved in water, George tries to blame Belvedere in a way, and they're just like, George, stop. He's like, alright, alright, you got me, I'll be back. I,
0: like, I mean, we know Marsh is the worst. She is. But this whole episode of like, oh, just angry that he didn't buy an expensive gift for her is so gross.
1: It's pretty gross.
0: And again, like, diamonds are gross. It's the grossest thing you can spend money on. Like, they're rocks. Like, it's only about status and showing off the amount of money spent. There's no other... Like, what else is the appeal of large diamonds?
1: I don't get it either, mate.
0: It's absolute fucking insanity.
1: I mean, totes agreed.
0: So, George is often do that... Meanwhile, um, the girls are are plotting out um, what Angela's um, speech is going to be—condemning pageants and explaining how it's all bullshit. Um, Which, you know what? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. We're on their side in so many ways. Pageants are the
0: worst. Um, It's super gross.
1: They're 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 they're. uh, they're training Angela. There were so many right, other words I was going for, but none of them seemed right. They're training yeah. her. So
0: but at the same time, they haven't told her yet, like what the ultimate end game is. Like, no, she doesn't they're not yet know she's there yeah. to like spoil like the pageant and like take it down enough in a, in a flames. Like she still thinks they just want her to like be in the pageant and win for her for them for whatever reason, which is really crazy.
1: And from Angela's standpoint, the pit, um, the pit pageant has gone. It's it's a time-honored tradition, and different organizations put someone up as their champion. So for her to have her friends put her up and like, hey, we want to sponsor you to be in the pageant, I would think is a big deal for someone like Angela. Mm-hmm. So they they're taking advantage of her in this. She doesn't know. She doesn't. She's not aware of their agenda, and obviously wouldn't agree with it. Um, but also the first person they wanted to run was actually Heather. Before Angela got into the room, they said, Heather, how about you do it? And Heather's like, I don't want to do it. That's dumb. And then Angela walks in like, well, let Angela do it. So that's still kind of, that's still kind of in the air as a backup. Mm -hmm. So, um, Pentecostal hair girl writes, writes the acceptance speech. Heather and, um, hat girl listen, that's that's awesome. That's pretty awesome. Angela's not going to be able to deliver that, what you just delivered. To which they're Apparently. like, Heather, then you've got to do this. You've got to do this. And they convince her to do it. And then Angela comes in the door and she's like, hey Angel, listen, take a knee. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in this pageant too. And Angela's like, well that's great, you know, as my best friend, it's great. We'll be in it together. It'll be awesome. What if I win? <laughs> <laughs> What if she wins Brad <laughs> how could she win not a chance not a chance Angela laughs looks at her and says oh honey I'm a blonde you're not it's not a chance in hell you're gonna be able to win that pageant storms out furious goes downstairs right. talks to Belvedere fuck fucking my best friend well she also meets Kevin first and she's like just Kevin's like, what's wrong? Your sister is not competing against me in the pageant. And Kevin even says, she can't win. She's not blonde. No chance in hell. But then they realize that Angela doesn't have any skills and can't do very well at, doesn't do very well at public speaking. She needs a, tr- she needs a, she needs a trainer. She needs a yes. Rocky montage. And the only person that can give that to her is Belvedere.
0: Obviously. um, Can I just point out really quick? Because I've been needs- trying to figure out who the hell Heather's uh, um, mafia funeral friend was. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays uh, Rose in uh, Agent Carter. She no was, like, the, way. the secretary woman that uh, ended up, like, going on the field with them, like, in the second season more. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: But she's still doing work. No. Oh, yeah. Not the other friend, though.
0: No. The other, the other, the other friend... Um, her character, by the way, is named Charlie. Um, she well, she still worked. Well, no, no, nope. Well, she was still working in two thousand and four as an actress. I mean, she's probably working doing. Other she played things now. mom of hearing impaired girl in Single Santa Seeks Miss Claus, starring Steve Gutenberg. Oh well, there you go. Her and Steve are acting together. There you go, old Gutenberg, Huh? So there's that. Um, and sorry, as uh, just because I'm falling down the IMDb hole now, um, mm-hmm. Hat Girl, um, her father, um, is the guy that played Baron Harkonnen in Dune. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now that you say that, I can fucking see it.
0: There was something familiar
1: about her, and it's not Savvy Angela, it's fucking the Baron Harkonnen. Hmm. Spice must flow.
0: Let me put on my hat and glasses and get that spice flowing. <laughs> <laughs> what if she just flo- she floated in on that like fucking crazy thing?
1: <laughs> Damn it, Dad! will not listen to me. I don't wanna. I don't wanna trade spice. I want to trade ideas with other people about with other women, other women. Yeah, I want to get on a ship and go with a traveler across the stars, and I want to put on plays of murder she wrote. What the fucking wrong with that dad? Stay on dune, whatever. Leave me alone. All right, so yeah, they've got they've got to get Heather ready for the pageant and Belvedere is determined to get Angela because Angela lets it drop. Um, Winter gets a basically a scholarship to a college in Hawaii.
2: Yeah. And Belvedere
1: says, "Oh, a chance to get rid of Angela for good." It doesn't involve my Zodiac sign and thought catalog and someone murdering someone.
0: See, and this right here is where you see Savvy Angela coming out. Because, like, like Heather and these other girls have not mentioned anything about fucking scholarship. Oh, and, no. Like, um, but Savvy Angela's already got her eye on the prize. Um, you fucking win the pageant, you get the fucking four-year scholarship. Um, like, Heather doesn't seem to think about that any. Um, which hey dummy Heather um, like your parents aren't paying for your school look at your brother
1: (laughs) he's still there
0: you need the scholarship dummy
1: you're gonna be stuck in the pits. how horrible would it be for Kevin if Heather won the scholarship and gets to go off to college the one thing that we know we know for a fact that he is very bitter about not being able to do
0: yeah that
1: would be crazy
0: yeah. Meanwhile, Heather, like, her best friend is like, I'm out skis to Waikiki. Um, fuck y'all. <laughs> out of here.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, Belvedere trains. They train hardcore. Um, George comes back with a real diamond to give to uh, Marsha. He has it
0: baked in a cake for some reason. Yeah, uh, baked in a tiny cake. Alright. Like, I guess. Because he comes up, he's like, hey, Belvedere, check this out. And, like, it, it's oh, this, like, fuck. little tiny cake box. Like, it might as well be a donut. <laughs> like, it's, like, this teensier little cake.
1: Can you imagine trying to eat cake and then biting into a ring?
0: Mm-hmm. That's,
1: that's cracked. That used to be, like, a, a gimmicky thing. That's cracked some molars. That has not Daffo. ended well.
0: It's a terrible idea.
1: That's a bad idea.
0: No. Also, like, he says baked in. Like, um, first of all, that's gonna ruin the consistency of your cake because you have like a hot piece of metal like in the middle like cooking in. That can't be a good idea. No. Um, like, uh, don't, t- don't do that. Just like, uh, I don't know, put it on top of it or like undo the cake or like I don't know. Or uh, again, because this looks like a donut, like a large donut. Like just like stuff it in, like like you put jelly in a donut. <laughs> Um, the whole baking it in is super weird to me. I just, like, imagine they're, like, working the dough. Like, all right, now I gotta work this ring in and, uh, do some kneading. Like, what are you talking about?
1: Is that how it's done? I mean, I guess it has to be. Now I'm wondering, king cakes, where they put, like, a little king figure in there. Mm -hmm. Is that even
0: safe? It's plastic inside of a cake. (laughs) Well, that's just being shoved in, like that. Okay, not, so it is. not. So we can assume that the ring is
1: being shoved in too, and that the hole is being covered up with frosting or something. I guess because you don't can't know. just cook a metal ring into cake. Wouldn't it fall to the bottom?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, nothing about this is right. All right,
0: we got. We get a half bake. Okay, we bake the first layer, and well, that's okay. kind of set. Then we just put All the right. ring in, then we put the rest of it in, and then it cooks kind of unevenly. But you know, the the ring is the important. Listen, this is a terrible baking practice.
1: It's stupid. I don't... We get, actually, you can get two flavors, sir. For a little extra, you can get chocolate at the bottom, vanilla on the top. It, it, it can case good before she actually bites into the ring and destroys her teeth. This, now, do you have dental insurance? We have to ask every time we do this.
0: This reminds me, Alex. I took a photo the other day that I meant to send to you. Um, not as terrifying as the other photo I sent to you. I was about to say, I, you're, um, very,
1: you're a little untrustworthy uh, on photo sending these days.
0: Uh, but I was at Publix, and I saw a Dove Promise ice cream cake.
1: That actually is awesome.
0: It was an ice cream cake, and the top of it was like little Dove Promises. Like, no way! uh, That's like the best cake ever! Yeah.
1: Wow. Dove Promise cake in a photo just for me.
0: Didn't send you that photo.
1: Didn't send it to me, though. Didn't
0: make it. (laughs) On the list of photos I send to Alex, that didn't make the cut.
1: I could send Alex this awesome picture about this cake that he, you know, might change his life to know that exists, or I could send him something that might haunt him forever.
0: I could send Alex a photo of like of like a of a cake that, would, that would make him real happy to see. Or I could send him a photo of somebody they went to high school with, um, that is now um theoretically a burlesque dancer.
1: <laughs> hmm. Definitely would have preferred the cake.
0: <laughs> Definitely, who wouldn't? Cake photos. Cake, cake? photos. Cake looks delightful. <laughs> um.
1: Uh, George goes upstairs to get Marsha Belvedere goes to the kitchen to get something to eat Spot comes downstairs Alone with the cake Oh boy Eats it George comes down With Marsha Fuck So him and Wesley T have to go around He doesn't tell Marsha about the ring She's just like Fuck you George And goes back upstairs Um him and, him and Wesley T. had to follow a spot around. The plan is to wait for him to defecate the ring out. Because he asked Belvedere, like, what should I do? And he's like, well, you know what the good book says? Um, what was it? Like, all good things must come to pass or something? I'll,
0: I'll, I'll, um, this too shall pass?
1: This too shall pass. Hmm. They put a diaper on Spot, which is kind of cute because he actually sits on it at one point and kind of sits on it. I'm sure you were loving this, Brad.
0: It was, it was the cutest. And I mean, I'm always super happy to see Spot because yeah. he's he's a hero and a champion.
1: So Spot, they follow Spot around. They can't find it. They go get x-rays, no ring. Um. So George decides, I, I just have to go out. Find, I'm going to find that ring. I'm going to find it because if it's not inside Spot... We haven't found it. He must have defecated out. I'm going to search all over the neighborhood. This is also prompted by a sentence that Marsha says, Hey, George, I think I'm going to have a headache for a very long time.
0: Hey, Marsha, like, ugh. What? Like, ugh. I mean, I know it's like 1990 and we're the worst, uh, but like, come on, like this, like, I don't know. This is just bad.
1: How about the women gasping at the dog eating the cake? Because there are people in the audience, like, oh, oh no, no, the cat! Like you can hear them, like at least four people saying something, like, just in the audience. It's very weird. Yeah. So Marsha's doing that, and George goes off to f- hopefully find the ring somewhere. Hmm. Whatever. We got a pageant to a go-to bread.
0: Oof.
1: <laughs> that bad, This huh?
0: like Miss Beaver Falls pageant is like the most low-rent like nonsense pageant. There're like five contestants. Um, and each of them the happy guys sponsor one
1: girl. I will say it's it's a pretty broad range of people, both I would say in age and also, also ethnicity, which I was like, "Wow, well done, Pit. You guys are this is a pretty diverse crowd." Mhm. Happy guys are sponsoring somebody. The other sponsors are very random and weird. Brad, from the from the group, who do you think? Do you think Savvy Angela has this? Just looking at everyone.
0: I mean, I think. I mean, come on, Savvy Angela. Although I don't like her dress.
1: Like, yeah, her dress is ruining it for her.
0: Yeah, like I, I don't know. I feel like, uh, yeah, it's just a bad dress. But I mean, if if I'm if I'm able to somehow ignore, like her dress. I think she takes it, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. The by other far. girls
1: are definitely '80s out.
0: Oh yeah, super. I would say savvy. that Savvy,
1: Savvy's dress, while different, is different, and I think that's a good trait here in a line of '80s prom dresses. Think about yeah. that before you're like, "Well, I don't know," because even though Savvy's dress is not that great, I think it still trumps the weird '80s prom dress because it's the '90s.
0: Yeah, and Heather's Heather's got like just like a nice simple like dark dress. Yeah, I so. mean
1: Heather's on point.
0: I feel it's definitely between the two of them.
1: Um then we go straight to their talents, and Heather can tap dance.
0: Right. We're getting Heather's doing a um a Yankee Doodle Dandy tap dance routine, and like uh, like um the Baroness Harkonnen and, um, uh, Agent Rose is just like over there, like, yeah, she's really giving it to him Yeah, boy, they're buying. I can't believe these stupid dummy judges are buying this. They're eating up this stupid shit. We're gonna get them. We're gonna get them. Um, we're gonna drain their heart them. plugs. What was that? <laughs> like guys like you guys are like like listen we all agree pageants are the worst but you guys are like really into taking down this pageant from the inside they they love it
1: Heather is like. really good at tap dancing like she does a full on routine out there which I'm guessing she just had as an actor
0: <laughs> um, yeah well we've seen her tap dance a few times now we had the, the teapot thing Yeah. like clearly like it's just one of the things she does
1: So it's time for Angela to come out. Heather killed it. Angela comes out with the Belvedere puppet that Wesley T had a few episodes back. And yeah. she's going to do a, a a ventriloquism dummy act.
0: Um it is it's amazing and hilarious and so shockingly terrible. I love how the at first like she's just covering her mouth when she talks. <laughs> <laughs> like because, like, a like, bad ventriloquism would be funny enough, but the fact that she actually just covers her mouth with her hand...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and at one
1: point, just the puppet's head.
0: Yeah, like every time, covers her face with the puppet. <laughs> like, that's hilarious.
1: She does a bit at the end. She's like, and now for my final trick, I'm going to drink water while the puppet sings. And she just covers her mouth with a glass and sings.
0: And, like, yeah, you can... Cle- and, like, clearly she's, like, gargling water and, like, uh, clearly... Uh, I, I i love the idea that belvedere okayed this
1: yeah because it's also his I mean, it's a puppet of him right like she's doing a bit with it and the audience is not feeling it everyone thinks this is super weird kevin mentioned something about man i could have i should have probably taken up that root canal should i had that done tonight um weird that a dentist is trying to get your root canal done at night man i there's a lot yeah, of weird yeah. stuff happening in your life kevin
0: Listen, if my dentist uh, wanted to like, do a root canal at night, I'd be like, all right, whatever.
1: Maybe they should do it at night, but I don't... I, I automatically think foul play in the pit. Um, at the end of her act, they've got to speed this up because she took a lot of time. Um, the host comes out and says, Savvy, we're going to just bring the question directly to you right now, in a question and answer says, she's like, great. Those are off stage. We hear Belvedere actually scream out of pain because she hits him in the face with a puppet of himself. Um... What was the question he asked her? Because I cannot remember what it was.
0: Okay, Angela. Now um, you, uh, you have family of Eastern European uh, background. Uh, so why do you think the Berlin Wall crumbled? Oh, because oh, that's it was an easy a, one. Yeah, easy. It was it was badly constructed.
1: Everyone in the audience like puts their head up and like hits themselves on the forehead. Oh. Like, and that's weird.
0: <laughs> it's awful.
1: Eh, it's yeah, it's awful.
0: That's that's not okay. Like so, everybody doing the same thing at once she, isn't funny.
1: That's not what we are. Um so yeah, Heather gets a sash backstage put together by um uh, the Bar- the Baroness Harkonnen and uh, Agent Rose, or Secretary Rose, whoever. I honestly can't remember her name. Um it's all good. And then Belvedere rolls up and says, "Okay, I knew there was something fishy going on."
0: and Heather's like feeling all bad about it Heather See, feels guilt I thought this was going to be one of those scenarios where it's like Heather's like gotten into the pageant thing now and she actually does want to like be part of it and win it um but she doesn't want to upset her friends or like whatever kind of bullshit but uh no it, like it's just
1: I don't know yeah that would have been that would have been cool p.s. this dove promise cake is on point Brad, so? the picture came through the reverse effect of every, yeah that's awesome
0: so, like, Belvedere has a heart-to-heart with her, and, like I don't know, and I, what we're, I guess what we're supposed to learn the lesson of is like, um that all these other girls in the pageant are like, I don't know, Heather needs to think about them before she does this, because they're, like, actually care about this, and like, whatever
2: <laughs> I don't
1: know yeah, I don't, I don't know about it either, but Heather,
0: she
2: has
1: a change of heart.
0: I mean, listen, if you want to say they all worked really hard to get where they are, um, Heather worked just as hard, and she barely did anything. So I don't know how hard these other people worked to get this pageant. Like
1: Angela did put a lot of effort into it, but it was to spite her friend. So yeah. I don't even know if that's a good thing to... I, I really don't... I just think it came down to Heather not knowing about the scholarship, because if she knew the scholarship was there, she would have been like, oh yeah...
0: See, and, but I mean, I will say, but that's kind of the bullshit thing about, like, pageants, because, like, it's all this terrible bullshit, but then it's always like, oh, but it's for scholarship so, you know, these girls, oh yeah, this may be, like, gross and old-timey and weird and kind of demeaning in the long term, but if you think about it, you know, these girls are, you know, they're doing this for scholarship so they're, so that's, that's a good thing, so we should, we should all be in favor of pageants, but no, but it's still, like, then why isn't there, like, an equivalent for dudes?
1: I'm sorry, what was the question? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just, I, I was taking, I was taken aback by the beauty of our, uh, the pride of the pit, if we call her. Oh. Uh, from the pit pageant.
0: I like, I, again, I've, I've said it before in the podcast, all pageants should be reduced to essay contests.
1: Yes. That's something we can all get
0: behind. You should, like, write an essay. Maybe, maybe and not definitely, but maybe we should have the contestants come out and read their essay.
1: Oh, certainly. But after like, they've been awarded, correct? But non,
0: yeah, sure. Yeah, once we maybe once even once we've narrowed it down to the top three. Alright? The judges have, like, um, compared all the essays. Now we've got it down to the top three. Then they can present them. Because <laughs> maybe there is something <laughs> then to being able to present. they can present them. Maybe there's something to being able to present your essay. A level like, of, of being able to publicly speak and engage an audience that we, that we should allow. But that's as far as, like, this, like, Pageanty bullshit as it should go. And
1: definitely not paraded around in a in a pageant dress. Here no. are three finalists, each in their pageant finest. Cause that's weird. Just Here come are out pageant as are.
0: finalists in sensible shoes.
1: Sensible clothing in general. Weather appropriate, age appropriate. Business casual. Business cash. I yeah, that's what that's that's the future of pageantry. Yeah. So let it be written. Um. Yeah, Heather starts out like, yeah, I joined this to kind of get back at the pageant scene and kind of expose it for what it is. Her friend's behind the scene.
0: Yes, it's happening. Oh, we, we should mention, this is after Heather wins. Oh,
1: I'm so sorry. I don't remember who get runner-up because it doesn't matter, but um, the
0: runner, runner second runner-up. Yeah. yeah, second so, runner-up is whoever. Yeah. Um, Savvy Angela was the runner-up. Yes. Um, Which, by the way, just based off the comp... um, talent competition alone. The fact that (laughs) Angela was second up, I really... And Heather just did that shitty tap dance. Um, I gotta wonder what those other talents were.
1: Seriously. We did see the one girl in the wings in a totally different dress than she is at the beginning. True. Who knows what she was doing. Also, Kevin gets up on stage at one point and does a drum roll.
0: Yeah. They're like, alright, and uh, drum roll, please. And it's Kevin up there with a fucking drum, and he does like, but... He was just in the audience. Did you just ask, if, is there a drummer in the house?
1: <laughs> Excuse me. So sorry. Very short-sighted here. Is there a drummer in the house? Let me go out to my car. I'll be right back. So, yeah. Heather's yes. on stage, giving her speech. Starts out. Her friends are super excited. Then she says, but no, as Brett said, I, the person who needs to win it should win it because they put the most work into it. And I did this effortlessly with, like, no work at all. Begrudgingly. Because I was peer pressured into doing do it. And Angela, you win, because <gasps> they do. They do say or specify if the person who wins cannot fulfill her duties or chooses not to, there's a secession. Right. Angela wins. Heather, I- yeah, you just gave up a scholarship, dummy. You idiot. To Hawaii again. Your ticket out. Not that Hawaii is the best place in the world to be. Right? Wonderful beaches, beautiful nature scenes. Uh,
2: right.
1: Stricken with with poverty and a low. Like. Hard economic times, more not more so than other areas, but definitely, definitely a marked sure. degree more than some other places in the in the states. That's besides cost the cost of living.
0: Cost of living is quite high, very high. Um, but like the thing that I think is bullshit is like the lesson of this episode is like, like Heather's friends were wrong for wanting to take down pageants because um you're not taking into account these girls that worked really hard to win pageants. Yeah,
1: and like you said, that's that's bullshit. That's, that's straight-up bullshit. Heather doesn't yeah. learn anything. What she what, what she did was she um, uh, fell into the hands of Belvedere, who manipulated her through his Belvedere ways. Instead of learning a lesson, he was like, if I can pressure this girl to doing this, Savvy will win. You, this is my backup plan just in case Savvy loses. Yeah. Heather will do what she thinks is the right thing, and Angela will be deported. Not deported. I didn't mean to say deported. I'm sorry. It's just a sore spot for me. Having been deported, but yeah, shipped overseas.
0: I, you know, this episode. To an even if they, if they just shifted a little bit, if they had said that Heather, um, you're just as bad as these people that wanted this sexist pageant, um, because you just think these girls are idiots because they want to be in a pageant. Um, if they had played that, if they had done that, like. Um, Heather, you're you're a snob for being an asshole and thinking these people are below you. That would have been some, that would have been worthwhile. Oh yeah, but definitely. But they don't even do that.
1: It's weird that they don't do that. I, well, not weird. I mean, I guess I expected at this point from Belvedere, but.
0: But I feel that's the easy way to go. Like, Heather, like you, you're trying to take down this pageant because you're a snob and you think you're better than these girls. Um, even, but that's cliches. well. I mean, it's a thousand cliches, but at least it's a better cliche.
1: I agreed. So, I mean, but that's that's how it ends. Savvy wins. Belvedere is elated that he's going to get rid of her in about four months. He writes it in his journal at the end of the at the end of the show. Um, he also says that he finds the ring that Spot took. Spot buried it. I don't know. We see Spot holding the doily that the cake was on in his mouth earlier. Was he hiding the ring in his mouth? Like, did he hide the ring under the table and then? bury it later like i don't understand how that works Well, he
0: he probably probably went in ate the cake found the ring um took the ring like buried in the backyard and then came back in looking for crumbs of the cake that's that's when they caught him with a doily
1: that's what happened
0: i just solved the mystery i just solved the mystery of the missing ring oh a feminist feminist mystery (laughs) (laughs) um
1: so yeah belvedere finds it and he's like i guess i gotta get this back to do george george opens the door does I, I think he knocks maybe i he may not have hey belvedere look i got her another ring i had to sell my my country club membership you can do that yeah that's i own I a I membership to the country club i'm gonna sell it hey she's worth it though which is probably the most genuinely romantic thing george has ever done on the show the, just the convention yeah. of the actor and the way he says it he's like hey like, but he's excited about it he's like Belvedere I sold my uh, Country Club membership and I don't fucking care because I actually love my wife and I'm gonna give her this ring because it's gonna make her happy like that's kind of romantic granted it's a diamond and you know sure. worst the worst Conflict. And granted, real, trying so? to give a gift to someone like that who is who's like Marsha, that's like, well if you don't get me a gift, I'm gonna have a headache forever. Fuck you, Marsha. Fuck you. Hey,
0: what did Marsha do for for him for, for their anniversary? Like what's what did he what did he get? They don't mention it
1: for obvious no. reasons. It's it's and it's fine. It's fine. Um but that's like that's the most genuine George has been on an episode since maybe the baseball episode at the beginning of season six. I don't know.
0: Well you know we've come across it a couple of times that like at times, Bob Euchre can be an understated natural actor. Yes. <laughs> More so than anyone else on this show.
1: Very, very true. And this is one of those times we see it. And I'm yeah. glad we see it just like savvy Angela here at the end. Yes. <laughs> Close to the end. I don't know if we'll see it again, but we'll, we'll be on the lookout. Um, and then Belvedere doesn't say anything to George. George leaves. He looks at the ring and is like, I wonder how much I can pawn this for.
0: Season 6 of Belvedere is just an asshole 24/7.
1: Really is. I mean, we thought that he was trying to help Heather, but really he was just trying to get Savvy out of the way.
0: Yeah. It's like it's he's kind a, of a, a false darker, return to form. He's a much darker, more selfish creature.
1: Very true. I'm sorry. I heard a weird sound in in this the podcasting room.
0: Ooh. It's fine. Is it?
1: Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> It's fine because I wrote it down in my anti-list that it was fine, and I've instead of check, yeah, so it's fine.
0: Alright, so which list do I put this on? Um, Tell Alex about the murderer in the room. Uh, Is that list or anti-list? I forget how it works. Fuck!
1: It could be something else. It could be a helpful tip. It could be a life hack. Uh, (gasps) Life hack. There's a murder in your room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) 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 Stab, stab, stab! Ah! fly hack um there was a i was watching uh, investigation discovery with tammy one time nice. and there was this there was this episode i don't know what the hell the show was but like this cop pulls a guy over and like the guy gets out of his car and he's got like a baby with him and he's like oh hey i'm, I'm so sorry i like i'm just uh, i'm just trying to get the the baby home and the cop's like okay all right well um like, just just uh all right. If you could just put the put the baby down, just put it in the seat, and the guy's like, "Oh well, I'm, you know, I, I, don't, I listen, I, the, I just the baby. I don't want the, I don't want to wake up the baby. Like, I don't want to scare the baby." He's like, "Okay, just, we'll just calm down. All right." And then the guy just pulled out a knife and stabbed, 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 stabbed the police officer. No way. <laughs> just using that baby as a cover but it was a real baby it was just like oh, oh yeah God. it was a real baby he was using the baby to cover up the fact that he had a knife and then stab 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 that is
1: crazy
0: yeah it was the best oh sorry you know I just got my baby here just got my baby be... okay well sir if you could just but don't you just put the baby down okay well you know i just don't want i don't want uh, stab 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 stab, stab, stab. <gasps> what, what do you do in that up? situation as a cop You get stabbed is what you do. I mean, yeah, because you can't really do anything because
1: there's a baby the guy's holding.
0: Try not to die. (laughs) Try
1: not to die.
0: Stop the bleeding. (laughs) Like, just get out of there. The guy's crazy. He's using a baby as a shield.
1: Goodness.
0: (laughs) He's using it as a shield and a knife cover. He's hiding a knife with a baby.
1: That's something they don't train you for in the academy.
0: (laughs) That's, I mean, that's a brilliant criminal.
1: (laughs) That really is. Wouldn't it be neat if, I mean, is that what, is there like a, I need to, John, can you answer a question? In the police academy, do they like pull things on you like this randomly? Like the teacher, like, is there someone who's just like, is it their job to give these weird scenarios and you have to like,
0: all right, all right, all right, there's a bank robbery. Uh, the, uh, the bank robber's got a knife. He's got hostages. Also, he's got a baby strapped to his front and his back. What are you going to do?
1: Well, you should have set. You should have set it up. You, you, you didn't bury it enough. You should have said, "Okay, there's a bank robber. You come into the situation. There's people on the ground. There's a bank robber, seemingly unarmed, two babies strapped to him." Anyone remember? Oh, oh, right here. Um, yes, this is a classic case of uh, the Trojan baby, where you hide a weapon inside the baby's uh, diaper and you pull it out. Proceed, approach with caution. Correct. You just saved a life today. Hmm. Like, are those those kind of zany? Because, uh, dude, they see everything. Yeah. If 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 in a world where a man uses a baby as a ploy to stab a policeman, everything is possible. <laughs> you got to be ready for everything. It's
0: Pretty good. It's pretty good. Wow. All
1: right. So, best dressed, worst dressed. <sighs> Fuck. If this is Angela's last episode, I I want to give her something. She wins, maybe? Oh, she definitely won. Who won this episode? Savvy Angela.
0: Yeah, let's just do that first. Who won and who lost? Savvy Angela won.
1: Who lost?
0: Ah, uh, George. George?
1: There you go. We both came in at the same time. Yeah. George. Georgie. Yeah. Poor George. George
0: bought two stupidly expensive uh, uh, conflict diamond rings. So, cool.
1: And his housekeeper kept one to pawn. And his wife will continue to have a headache forever.
0: He also spent, like, a day, like, going through dog excrement.
1: Yeah, George lost in a huge way. Yeah. All that being said, this was a fun episode of Belvedere. Oh, right? I don't want to downplay liked. it. This was, after last yeah. week's... After a few episodes that I thought were very subpar, this one is, yeah. like, a classic Belvedere episode with the zaniness of a yeah. season six, and I really and I, love
0: it and appreciate it for that. I hope we see Baroness Harkonnen and uh, Agent Rose some more. <laughs> they were fun. <laughs> they were fun. I... Sure, maybe they'll come back. There's a few episodes. I mean, I want to see Barris and Harkonnen come back with those crazy fashions. Well, because that is such a look.
1: Just she she doesn't lose, right? She can't lose. No. It's too meditative. It's too.
0: Yeah, it's like a hipster Harpo Marx. Like it's so weird. Oh, definitely. Like it's it's half it's half Teddy girl, half hipster Harpo Marx. With a dash of blossom.
1: And she keeps it up through the whole episode.
0: Yeah. Honestly, Worst Dressed, I might have to say it's fucking the other one, uh, Agent Rose.
1: Yeah, because she doesn't do anything. Well,
0: because it's just like this weird, like, black outfit that looks like she's going to a mafia funeral. Yeah. I don't like it.
1: She does change it up a little later, but not any... I mean, granted, Heather
0: also dresses like Uncle Sam.
1: Yeah, but that's also got sequins on it. Yeah. So it's got to it's edge something out without sequins, right? Sequins win over... Well, wait a minute, what am I saying? What's the, what's the rule of thumb here? Do sequins, do sequins do anything for an outfit in best oh, worst dress, worst-stress?
0: I, I don't think definitive... Okay,
1: let's run some scenarios. If there's a man in a suit and a man in a suit that's covered in sequins, man in the suit wins, <laughs> correct? <laughs> All things being equal. I've never seen a suit sequined
0: richard simmons american hero richard simmons
1: well that man makes the outfit though right if he was exactly. in the other person it all like, depends
0: on the man it all depends on okay you're right so does heather make the uncle sam outfit work i mean it's an uncle sam outfit it's dad um i don't know uh, but there's also Marsha. never forget marcia
1: never forget marcia she is wearing a couch shirt brad
0: i still i still think i still think black dress friend is
1: we're giving it to her we're giving it to her it's because her so hair is committal. No, hair's not a part of it. But yeah, you're right. It's just a dumpy. It's just, yeah. it's, she's not doing anything with it. She's not no. doing anything. Your other friend is sh- a shining example of someone trying to like really go at their fashions and you bring nothing but blandness, th- nothing but a shadow. Yeah. You can't wear a shadow. No, Mm-mm. you lose. Who wins? <laughs> Angela's ain't winning with that dress of the pageant. She ain't winning no. with that dress. A lot of her other outfits are kind of, eh. Heather's outfits are kind of, eh. Though Heather's black dress at the pageant's probably the nicest, best.
0: Heather's, yeah, Heather's dark dress at the pageant's really good. Um, Let's
1: not forget, Savvy also pulls pulls off, like, a suit very well, I would say.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um.
1: No one else is really kicking it fashion-wise.
0: I I almost want to give it to Baroness Harkonnen just for, like, the baldiness of that outfit. We will do like,
1: that. Because that's where I was thinking too, but I thought there's no way Brad would go with that. There's no way
0: Brad I would mean, go it, for that. It's it's so weird, but it's she's so locked into it that even though I don't think it's the best look for her, she's she's doing it so hard that I think she almost earns it.
1: Yeah, best dressed, the right. Baroness Harkonnen. <laughs> there you go. That's Belvedere
0: with Heather's dress. A very close runner up because that is a really good dress.
1: I would. Yeah, agreed.
0: I mean probably should win, but too too bad.
1: Next week is episode 17 of season 6. It's called The Baby. Cannot wait for that. Whoa. We only have 21 episodes in total. So, oh we're down to the wire, guys. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, Belvedere will be gone in a blink of an eye. Oh. We'll remember it fondly. I was going over uh, with my wife the shows that we've covered on the show, and I for- you forget sometimes. Yeah. We covered a whole season of Charles in Charge. Yeah. Yeah. We covered, like, almost all of Save by the Bell, except for I think, the first two seasons or whatever the fuck Miss Bliss was.
0: We covered a season of Saved by the Bell. And the Save by the Bell, the college years. <laughs> we didn't cover most of Save by the Bell at all. I thought we covered three and four. Mm,
1: I think so. Wow, well, a- it dep-
0: It also depends on how it's broken up, because it's very strange. Well,
1: that's the thing. There's, there's weird rules to Save by the Bell
0: yeah um, but we've I, covered it's all we've covered we've covered the last season of saved by the bell are we covered seasons four and five of saved by the bell
1: it might have been it, i honestly don't remember it was,
0: it's one dvd um but the thing is it's half of it's the tory season because it's split but it's really one season so but the only show we covered least... 22 episodes of saved by the bell and yeah. then the college years
1: but the only up show that we've covered in its entirety is Belvedere. Correct. Perfect Strangers, eh. I really, I really do want to do like a stream of Alfios at some point. Just Alfio, yeah. Alfio, Alfio of any and all things. Yes. Because that'll be fun. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, it's a pleasure to do the show with you, Brad. It's a pleasure to come here and talk to you guys. Chat at us. It's a pleasure. Um, there's a website... Ramjackpodcast.com Find out how to get in contact with us there Facebook group of course is a good time
0: Um, And guys clearly you know As we make the podcast every week We make our list Our anti-list of things that did work Things that didn't work So we can learn from it And yes we may have realized That maybe just maybe Pumpkin Spice Latte wasn't the best Guest host (laughs) But We do have a great idea of who would be an amazing guest, and that's the
2: Moving Making. Making.